Hey there, sidekicks. This is a friendly neighborhood disclaimer. We had some technical issues while recording this episode, but have no fear. The issues only last for a few seconds during the middle of the show. With that being said, let's get into it. Warning. This is a message from the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. They're working on it. Reminding you to watch before you listen. This show is full of spoilers and we literally talk about every scene in the movie. Also, we use some not-so-super language, so maybe make your kids go outside and play for a little while so you can listen to two grown men talk about people in costumes fighting other people in costumes in peace. Hello, citizens! Welcome to the Fortress of Potitude. I'm Dave Michaels. I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. This is a show where we talk about some supermen. And sometimes superwomen. And today... Today... We're not alone. <gasps> we needed help. We called in a sidekick. Yes. Welcome to the Fortress of Potitude, the Ginger Skull. It's Dave Novak. Oh, it's good to be here at the uh, Fortress of Potitude. However, I-, I feel like less of a sidekick and more of a, I don't know, supervillain almost with this. Really? No, not really. I'm a sidekick. I take that back. I okay. apologize. Okay. Well, yeah. hmm. foreshadowing? Ooh, maybe. I like it. Hmm. I yeah. like it a lot. Could be. What are we talking about today? Well, today we're, we're talking about something we've kind of already talked about, but different. We're talking about Spider-Man 2. Today, we are talking about the return of Danny fucking Elfman. He's back. He's back, guys. Oh, and Danny. Spider-Man 2. And Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man's but more back. importantly, Danny Elfman's back. Danny Elfman's back. We missed him. Oh, it's the best to have him back. Our old friend. We missed him so much. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Uh, isn't he Danny something else? He's Danny fucking Elfman. Danny fucking Elfman. That, That's gotta a true use his, sidekick. Gotta use his real name. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Thank, you for the, thank you for the assist. I apologize, uh, Mr. Fucking Elfman. Yes. <laughs> it's his Christian name, guys. Danny fucking Elfman. We've made our thoughts pretty clear on Spider-Man. Dave, what, do you, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man? On Spider-Man. The Spider-Man. The man of spider abilities. Yes. The spider dude. Uh, Spider-Man was one of my, if not my favorite superhero growing up, and I idolized him. You wanted to be a spider. I, well, I wanted to be a man of spider abilities, uh, which is a bit ironic growing up because I was always afraid of spiders. So mm. a little bit conflicted, which is a pretty decent prelude to this movie because if there's one thing that defines this movie, it's so much internal conflict. A lot of angst. So Real much. angsty. Very oh. angsty. This movie came out in 2004. Yeah. I was 17. Yeah. 17 year old Dave loved this movie because 17 year old Dave. Love web shooting in your room. Well, 31 year old Dave still loves that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I live alone. Uh, Aunt, no, May's, Aunt May's not going to come knock on your door. No, she doesn't knock. Who am I kidding? Knock. She would she never knock. knock. Oh, no. It's not her style. Nope. 17 uh, year old Dave was super angsty, and this movie was perfect for that. So was 17 year old Brian. Yeah, seventeen-year-old Dave, me. Yeah, yeah, a lot of angst. So much angst. Yeah, good thing I had undeserved the Spider-Man, but to help me through that question mark. Yeah, doesn't matter. We don't really meet too many new characters in this one. No, besides not a whole lot of new stuff. Alfred Molina, Alfred Molina, as Doctor Otto Octavius. It isn't he wonderful? He is the best. He's the absolute best. Consummate professional. I need to ask our sidekick again. What were your thoughts on Willem Dafoe? It's very important the way you answer this. Uh, my thoughts on Willem Dafoe. Yes. He... All the pressure. Oh. All right. Let me collect myself here. Willem Dafoe might be... You're right. He's the absolute greatest. He's a treasure. He was one of the best villains that has ever existed in the history of cinema. He's perfect. And you want to know what we get now? 
we get a guy with many arms here fighting a guy arms. who's whose name's Spider-Man who only has the four limbs here. And he's got the more the octopus man's got more limbs. Yeah. That's pretty great. We got legs versus legs. We and, do. But reverse not legs. That's exactly it. I like it. I like it a lot. It's good. It's good. You're right about Willem Dafoe, by the way, Dave. He's cool. Yeah, you're he's right. He's the best. He is the best. The absolute said that. Yeah. best. Thank you for the <laughs> helping us again. Not a problem, spider boys. <laughs> so that's my <laughs> my only. Am I no, the only one without a? I, I think you're the only one without a Dafoe. I don't have a Dafoe. Why don't you fire off a Dafoe? Well, if I have to. Not bad. Yeah. Nope, that's fine. Yeah. Totally fine. I, I know what fine means, Dave. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, keep it, keep it in the fine. mirror. It's keep it fine. in the mirror. Keep oh, it in the mirror. <laughs> this is like watching your parents fight. This is what <laughs> I know. I know this is the best Spider-Man 2. My favorite line from Spider-Man 1 was uh, Willem Dafoe just as a Green Goblin. Now you're really starting to piss me off, Spider-Man. It's <laughs> a good one. It's a great one. It's a good Dafoe. It is a good... It's a good, good Dafoe and a better line. Oh, it's, it's a, a good New York line. good line. Right? You can see a New Yorker saying that. No, absolutely. And if Willem Dafoe was anything, he was a New Yorker until Spider-Dick killed him. Wow. Sorry. Spoilers. I would say, I would argue that Spider-Man didn't kill him. I would just say, actually, Spider-Man narrowly avoided death. Yep. And he killed himself. Godspeed. Oh! Which is a really easy <laughs> thing to say when you're faced with somebody saying, like, why'd you do it? But anyway, that's way later. We'll get there. Totally agreed. Yeah, actually, very good point. A lot of questions to be brought up. I think so. Yes. I think so many. Should, I think we should just really get into it. I, this movie is let's, chock let's full. Yes. <laughs> and again, I loved this movie growing up as a 17-year-old. 31-year-old Dave noticed a couple things. Only a couple? Couple things. All right. Okay. Couple things. Only a couple. Just a couple. Just Just a, you didn't watch the same movie then. Oh, no. Everything else adds up completely, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. Just a couple things. I'd like to throw out a disclaimer on this movie that this was my favorite superhero movie of all time. Was. Was. Uh-oh. And the reasoning is because we've gone through this before. We still like Daredevil. We don't know why. That's true. We have no idea why we like it. No clue why we like it. Don't get it. We do. But at the same time is we're working through stuff. I don't know how I'm going to feel at the end of this movie after we discuss it. I know Brian has, your feelings on Iron Man have, I'm not going to say changed, but they've shifted a little bit. They've shifted. They've definitely, I I view it less now as um, in in the regard I used to. It's, no, it's a a perfect movie. Iron Man? Superman's a perfect movie. Well, here's. Ooh. Until it's not. (laughs) Iron Man is still a good movie. Great. I will defend it to the death as a good movie. It's not a great movie. Oh. There's there's problems with it. And that's sure. what we're figuring out today with this one, because what were your thoughts on Spider-Man 2 when you were growing up? Oh, right. I loved it. It was the perfect superhero movie. So we're all kind of in agreement there. Curious to see where we end up on the other side of this one. Oh, yeah. It's going to be This will be fun. It's going to get real weird. Let's get into it. So, opening credits. Incredible. Danny fucking Elfman's back, Danny, baby. Danny Elfman oh, makes his man. presence known immediately. And also, how cool. Of a way to recap the first movie in those illustrations. The illustrations? So good. Oh, man, it's good. So good. We get Bonesaw back, if not just for a few moments, but, oh, he's there in all his glory. Oh, yeah, Bonesaw's got you for three milliseconds, huh? I wasn't ready to see Bonesaw. Oh. But Bonesaw, Bonesaw was ready. ready. <laughs> hey, really? Are any of us ever really ready to see Bonesaw? No. no. How no. could you be ready? I'm Bonesaw? always ready for more Bonesaw. <laughs> you're, you're better than all of us. <laughs> in fact, if Bonesaw walked in right now, I'd be like, I was ready. Yeah. Oh, boy. Good to see you, Bonesaw. Oh, there How you are. are. You? I've been waiting. <laughs> uh-huh. Got a couple bones, I got a saw. Yeah. Unnecessary VO. Again. Why? Again. At least this is the only part. Spider-Man opened up with really unnecessary VO, and then it came back at the end, and it was worse. Forgotten? Forgotten that it opened up that way. Yeah. And here, they just fire off again. He's staring at the billboard of, of the MJ. Yep. He's just like, oh, yeah. saying some stuff that doesn't matter. No, blah, and blah, it, blah. that's actually appropriate because MJ being a billboard, 
that Billboard might move more than uh, Kirsten Dunst moves That's whenever true. she speaks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, ouch. She walked occasionally. The thing that really killed me was when I saw that billboard, for some reason, I was imagining Super Troopers <laughs> when he's sitting in the cop car <laughs> getting his jollies off to the billboard. And I, I kind of felt like Peter was doing the kind of the same thing on his scooter. Oh, he absolutely was. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to scoot and I can't think of anything. I was hoping that would go somewhere, but it didn't. Sometimes it's better that these things don't go anywhere, That's though, right? That's true. Scoot and skeet, by the way, is what you were looking That's for. That's exactly <laughs> what I was looking for. That's exactly. Is, and again, Can we keep him? <laughs> this just went from a PG-13 to an R. You're, you're not our sidekick anymore. You're oh, super. super. <laughs> Son of the Cape podcasters. <laughs> We've adopted you. We are opening in New York City, aren't we? We sure are. We're opening with an Asif Monvi. Asif. Daily what Show correspondent, yes. Asif Monvi. As Joe. As Mr. Aziz. Yeah. He's got his... uh. His pizza delivery company where it's 29 minutes or it's free. And he delivers within 42 blocks because that's what you do when you have a 29-minute 29 29 guarantee in New, York. in New York. And you only have a scooter, man. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. The other delivery guy got deported, but they're going to fire Pete anyway because yep. he's the only delivery guy. Because being shorthanded, it doesn't matter. Right. Sure. Sure. Did you notice the uh, the address on his on his little helmet sticker? I knew it was Bleecker Street. I didn't see what it was. It was. Uh, it's actually the address of the Sanctum Sanctorum. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. And they spelled Bleecker wrong. I know okay. this is called Bleaker Rock. I thought <laughs> you were going to say that it was like Ray's Pizza. Oh, no. From but the Iron number, Man and Elf, and it was going f- to, and Favreau was just going to be sitting there in the corner just smirking like a. No. Oh. No Favreau, but uh, the phone number did connect to an actual pizza place, and they loved the publicity. Why wouldn't they? Of course. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. I don't you, know that it was the same pizza place. And you know what I appreciate, too? In the opening scene, we have uh, almost three accidents with the scooter. Yeah. Super realistic for New York City. That's fair. Parts yeah. of it are. Yeah. Uh, Pete gets like seven pizzas or something ridiculous like that to deliver them. And you have the fastest traffic lights in the world. Yeah. They're just firing away and buses are having to go on red in order to make the scene dramatic. Of course. To get almost hit. That was yeah. that was weird. <laughs> That's fair. Either way. I just appreciated the guy on the bike almost dying. That seems very New York to me. It was very New York. Yeah. yeah. It's the most New York thing I think we've seen happen yet. I, I agree. It's got to be up there. Yeah. Pete doesn't make. Donnell Rawlings has a little cameo here. Does he really? I don't. Yeah. He, he says uh, when Peter goes off into the side and Spider-Man comes out with a pizza, he says, hey, that guy totally, he totally sold that guy's pizza. I didn't know it was on a roll. <laughs> it was supposed to be Stan Lee. That was supposed to be Stan's cameo. But Stan got sick and uh, had to do a different cameo instead. Yeah. Lamer cameo. Yeah. Oh, way lamer God cameo. Damn. What a waste. So Donald Rawlings got Stan's cameo. Maybe you should get all of them. How weird would that be? See Donald Rawlings filling in. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I would, I would be okay with that. Yeah. How did that pizza not become like just a total mess? I was about to say. I don't know. I he mean, didn't... it's smashing all around those boxes. There's no way it's not. The cheese is not on the roof. Of yeah. The... Yeah. It's ruined. I wouldn't pay for that pizza even if it made it on time. Yeah. Correct. Spoiler alert. Pete gets fired. He sure deserves does. to get fired. Yeah. He deserves it. Yeah. He's late. He's a bad employee and that pizza's fucked up. Yeah, and how does he get into? He comes out of a, a, janitor's, a, a closet. janitor's closet. Does janitor closet have like windows and stuff in there that he can just climb into? It's a great bit, though. It is a very good bit. It's it a lot takes of fun forever, but it's a good bit. <laughs> Emily Deschanel is the receptionist. It sure is. And uh, no bones about it. Hot take: I think she's hotter than Zoe. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Ah, the silence speaks volumes, boys. No, it's this is me thinking it through. Because Here's the thing, though: they're different. I refuse to choose. I was about to say. Okay. <laughs> I okay. was about to say. There's really no losing scenario in that case. No. No. Yeah. And she's just, an attractive she's not happy. In the extended cut, he starts to walk back toward the janitor's closet and she says, um, elevator? And he's like, oh yeah. And he takes the elevator. I can see why they cut it. But that's a pretty good scene. Yeah. What a great extra 20 seconds 
Do you think he says pizza time to everyone he goes and delivers pizza to? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> pizza time. Oh, I would fire him just for that, to be honest. Yep. Hey, Toby Maguire is a very Who? fireable. I'm sorry, Peter Parker. Who? Tobes McGoops. Tubes McGoops. Tubes McGoops. We're, we're in the sequel. It's Tubes McGoops. Tubes McGoops. <laughs> sorry. Tubes McGoops, very fireable face. That's true. I'd agree. Right? Completely agree. In fact, we cut to the Daily Bugle, and it's Jameson saying, you're fired. Yeah, he's having a real bad start of this movie. Yeah. He really is. And it's a great transition. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should learn how to use computers. Then he wouldn't get fired. Him and his Uncle Ben could have taken computer lessons. Yeah. Uh, Stupid family. Too old to learn computers. <laughs> What's Pete's excuse? It doesn't matter. We have J.K. Simmons on the screen. Yeah, I forgot. He's so good. He's so Everything good. I'm so, so good. glad they used more of him in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a lot of J.K. Simmons, but it's like the right amazing. amount. It's, it's the right, right amount. You could definitely go too much J.K. in this oh, he's movie. Oh, he's the salt in this recipe but here. he doesn't. They don't. They're like, you know Perfection. what? Got just the right amount. Everything he says, gold. Every, everything. Everything. Yeah. The quips. Yeah. That's outrageous. I know, I know some people have a problem with, with quips in other movies, but in this movie, they're fine. Well, they're great. Who has, a, who has a problem with quips? No, just nothing. Dave hates quips. What? But only if it's Robert Downey Jr. delivering them. Correct. Oh. There's well. just some sort of smugness that gets delivered with him here. Oh. Like without Robert Downey Jr. here, oh, it's perfect. There's a line. Everything's perfect. There's a line here. Um, Betty Brandt says, your wife's in the line. She said she lost her checkbook. And he says, thanks for the good news. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's the absolute best. And Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Returns. Has more lines in this scene than she did like in the entire, in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. first movie. Yeah. So that's great that she's here. I like how they start showing how Peter's really struggling for money. Mm-hmm. How the check that he gets, he can't even, it doesn't even cover the doesn't advance cover that he got advance. already. It's, he's struggling. He's Pete's, broke. Pete's having issues. And he's also a student, officially. He is a student. Which we debated in the first movie. Yeah. yeah. He's a student. I don't know how much time has passed between these movies. Okay. I got that. I know eventually they say a number, but I, I don't know. I'm here for you. I Oh, I am bringing my A game. Okay. Two years. That's what Aunt May says. Two years. So, assuming that there were 18... At the end of Spider-Man 1. Okay. They're 20 years old in this movie. Yeah. That is going to be an issue for me later. An issue for me all around. Yeah. Just for forever. Well, I, mean, I feel like, isn't there drinking in the first movie? Where? I'm trying to remember. There's a lot in, of drinking in this, in this one. In this one, there's, there's drinking. Yeah. There certainly is. I mean, I'm trying to remember if there was, I feel like at one point, maybe not. We're putting aside the fact that they also look like they're all 35, right? Like that's where we're just. Yep. Oh yeah. That's, no, in, that's, in the that's wrestling just, world, we call that kayfabe. We're kayfabing that right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 100%. Okay. 100%. That's not an issue to me. I have a lot of issues. I will hold them for now. They're 20 years old. They are. Yes. They're okay. 20 years old. They cannot buy 21. 20 or 21. 20 and a half. I like so. to think that Harry Osborne's not drinking illegally in public. You see, I think he is drinking illegally in public. That's that's the thing. When you have that kind of money, maybe, maybe you just do it. Get rich drunk. You get rich As drunk. As a kid. Who would have thought, though, that rich white kids would have a little bit of privilege? That's a good point. That's, That's a crazy. Very good point. That's crazy. Insane. That can't happen. You're right. You know what? Oh, no, it could happen, impossible. though. Pete goes to a school full of assholes. He sure does. So many bullies. <laughs> Why are there so many bullies What the hell's happening here? It's, I don't know. Also, how does a man with spider senses. Not sense bullies? Drop everything and trip so often. I don't know. Get hit in the head with a book bag like three times. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, one of those was Sam Raimi. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Why not? He's like, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna, I want to get shot on this kid. Yep. We get to meet Dr. Connors. We do. Which we is... fired Pete in the first movie. He sure did. Yeah. Off screen. Off screen. But that's important for is. a lot of reasons. For the universe the building. The universe building. <laughs> I guess. Dr. Connors is... He's a lizard. He is. Yes, he is. Not yet. Not yet. He will but be. He will be in Spider-Man 5. We'll oh, call it that. No. <laughs> I guess. It was originally Spider-Man 4, but then they were decided that they were going to use John Malkovich for the vulture for Spider-Man 4. But then things happened. So... Things happen. Oh, he would have been a really good vulture. Oh, wouldn't he? Yeah. I would love that. Oh, man. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Now we can't even get it in the MCU, though. Vulture's no. taken. Damn it. Sorry, Michael Keaton's great. Yeah, he got himself in the MCU Keaton, from, from the DCU that wasn't started. Right. So Pete's having a lot of issues. He's late to class. Everybody, the class. Everybody's on his on his case about just not caring and not yep. showing up places on time. Yep. Like, what could he possibly have better to do? Planning's not a major at this university. That's right. As Dr. Connor says. Planning. Really lets him have it. Get it way, done or I'm failing you. By the way, full disclosure, I was a planning major at my college. So, Dr. Connor. You didn't, did you go to Columbia? Uh, you got to have a conversation with Columbia. I, I walked through Columbia one time. Well, kind of counts. Good. There you go. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go on their website later. Let's see if they have planning as a major. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it right now. Watch. That's my computer. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Planning is a major at Columbia. He said it. Yeah. He looked it up. You heard the computer noises. Yeah, I heard the computer yeah. noises. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, totally legit. You can you can do that in post, right? Just make that sound like a computer. Nope. nope. Don't have that capability. Oh, no. <laughs> not in the budget. No, nope. oh, no. Oh, there's a budget? There's a budget. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, there's but we budget. can't tell you what it is. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not allowed to. We're, the, we're cell kinds. Not allowed to. <laughs> Pete's having a bad day. Which is weird, because... It's his birthday. It's his birthday. Apparently, it's Aunt May's house, and they're having a surprise party. It's a real lame surprise party because there's just Aunt May, Harry Osborne, and, and MJ. MJ, yeah, turning twenty because there's or no twenty one. You know what? There's no alcohol present there. That's you true. would think if he was turning twenty one, they would have like a bottle of something, maybe a bottle of champagne, a little wine, something nice like that. Nothing. I don't have the money. That's Harry true. Does. Harry does. Harry, Harry has a shit ton of money. By the way, even if it was a twentieth birthday, Harry should have brought a bottle of something. You'd yeah. think that they're kids who's not drinking illegally right. at twenty. I was not. I was very well behaved. No, you weren't. No, that's not true. <laughs> I thought Mary Jane looked sick in this scene. I thought she looked like she went for a run and then took a shower and then went for another run. Yeah. Well, uh, she just the, did not look good. <laughs> in the director's commentary, she was sick. Was she oh, really? Yeah, she was sick. Okay. And I, I was like, I was watching, I was like, she doesn't look good there. Who is she sick with? I don't know. Just in general. Because you know like what? Cold? Harrison Ford, Raiders of the Lost Ark. He got the whole sorty flippy scene here and he's got the flu in yeah. the middle of Tunisia and he blasts that fucker down. And he was sick as all hell. Looked yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. He looked great. So, so are you saying that the only way that Kirsten Dunst could have saved the scene was by shooting Spider-Man? No, by by recasting her with Harrison Ford. Oh. oh great Mary you know Jane. what? Yeah. He would have been great. Hey, since you brought it up. Peter, I love you, man. I love you. I think you're the best, Peter. How would Peter, you cast you, this Peter, movie do you love me? if you had to recast it? For Sp- Were they thinking about recasting for Spider-Man 2? Or was this always kind of built in? Let's go with both. Okay. I know where this is what going. What character are we talking about? Well, let's talk about Peter Parker since since we're on the subject. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. Has to be because I, I confuse them all the time. Still. Well, what happened was Peter made a lot of money, got a lot of fame off of Spider-Man. Peter is in Tubes Magoobs. Tubes Magoobs. Made a whole lot of money on Spider-Man. Four million, right? And then he went and did Seabiscuit, critically acclaimed. And now all of a sudden he's thinking, hey, maybe I can hold out on Spider-Man 2 and get some more cash from him. But Sony was not playing that game. And they were like, nope. So they went out to recast, and they talked to Jake Gyllenhaal. Then Tubes McGoops was like, oh, wait, no, my back's fine. I can work. And that's that's kind of how that went down. They legitimately could have casted Jake Gyllenhaal, and I wouldn't have seen any different. <laughs> they came very close. I'm Toby blind. Very oh. close. <laughs> oh, no. Toby blind. Now, would he have been wearing a bunny suit in this one, too? Uh, probably. Yeah. I can imagine that. Yeah. They bunny slapped man. some ears yeah. on there. Yeah, that's a Donnie Darko reference. Wink. That's, little that's, wink. Yeah. 20 years old now? <laughs> I like this scene a lot. It's full of a, a lot of internal conflict and external conflict. You have uh, conflict between Peter and Harry at this point because Harry wants to know who Spider-Man is. Harry Spider-Man. Pro- this is probably the most dramatic four-person birthday party I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, between Peter and Aunt May because Aunt May is blaming herself for Uncle Ben's death. 
uh, between Peter and MJ. A lot of a lot of uncomfortable sexual tension there. between they? between hmm. Peter and MJ. Yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah. Well, well yeah. Huh. I've seen that video too. Oh yeah. Oh Marty. <laughs> you gotta... <laughs> Marty, Marty, you gotta pull out. So they have their birthday. Pete forgets it's his birthday. Yep. Yeah. That's the thing. That happens. Uh, Harry's just so bitter. Harry is so spider crazy. He's spider mad. Mm. You only changed one letter. Oh. I like that. I got you there. You did. You beat me. But everything that he does is just, it revolves around Spider-Man. Everything. He goes zero to 60 on this whole, how it, like the, you know, Spider-Man, give, uh, I don't know. It just blows my mind. Harry says he's head of special projects. Yes. How did he become head of special anything in such a short amount of time? He's 20 years old. Right. I understand his name's in the building. Okay. Whatever. That's a stretch. He's 20 years old. Do you think there's one stockholder that raised their hand and said, excuse me, um, instead of this guy, can we maybe get like a scientist to be head of research and development or a businessman? Well, maybe no. that's why they gave him special projects. Not even that. Besides that. His father got run out of the company. Right. His own company. That's how true. is this? How is he moving up the ladder when there's literally no rungs on the ladder for him? <laughs> That's true. I forgot about all that. And James Franco looks like a guy that would be cast on MTV Road Rules. All right. He, there's no way. Not even. He's not even. He's not even classy looking enough for the real world. All right. He's Road Rules Challenge. There's no way that this guy <laughs> is a head of research and development with what. He can't even get alcohol. He's 20 years old, maybe 21, okay? Yeah. And he's the head of research and development. And by the way, he's got all this money, and he sees Aunt May is struggling. She lives in some shitty tenement in Queens. Why doesn't Harry just say, hey, Peter, give me Spider-Man's identity. I'll give Aunt May $20 million. Done. Oh, you're going to literally ransom that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Might as well. It's better than whatever strategy he's working on now. There's none. There is no, no strategy. I, I actually think that this was James Franco's like audition tape. James Franco might not be a good actor. He's like a Hollister shirt come to life. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In the uh, in the extended cut, Peter and Harry's talk is a little bit longer, more friendly, actually. It can only be longer. This took no time at all when zero to six. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. immediately like, if you knew who Spider-Man was, would you tell me? Would you? Would you? But like, they're more friendly with each other in the extended cut, and you know, they end up singing "Happy Birthday." Oh, that's just uncomfortable all around. Yeah, oh. and there's a more obvious transition to when Peter reads Aunt May's mail. You can tell it's after the party instead of, it seems That's like it's fine. in the middle of it. I don't think I'd ever want to watch anyone sing happy birthday to anybody on screen. I should have counted the candles on the cake. Oh, yeah. Oh, Listeners shit. at home. Send it in. Send Let it in. Know. Tweet us. Or tweet them. Yeah, tweet us. You at, can tweet me too. At Cape Podcasters. Uh-huh. Or you can send it to us in an email. That's uh, electronic mail. Podcasters at gmail.com. Yeah. In case you're you know, not good with computers. Yeah, or get on your payphone because payphones are still a thing payphones in this are movie. Still a thing. And call us. Yeah. 10, 10, 2, 20. We will not accept charges, so squeeze it in. Bobby had a baby eats, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good call. Aunt May makes Peter take the $20. She's very aggressive about it. Yeah. yeah. But before that, they let this like 90-year-old woman fall asleep headfirst on a kitchen table? That seems... Yeah, that's... Uh, right? Uh, probably not great. No, I not good for she's your... asleep. Can't be comfortable. No. 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 No way. Not good for your spine. Oh, no. And everybody just leaves without... It's, you, you have two other guests. Just wake her up right. and say goodbye. Wake her up and say well, bye. That's... As you were saying, she gives Peter the $20. She's like, that's not much. I'm, I'm old and I act, apparently. She she's, fucking acts. She's acts. But the thing is that she goes zero to 60 also. It feels like these scenes should have been longer yeah. <laughs> for any yeah. sort of development with these characters. Rosemary Harris is a goddamn saint, though. She's a legend. It was incredible. Yep. I believed every second of that. It's not much. You take it. Yeah, no, she was. Yeah. yeah. It's great. She's acting. Is she still alive? Are we playing that game? Alive or dead? 
Why don't you play with yourself? Oh, oh, oh okay. uh, yeah. computer noises. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, still alive. Yay. She's living in a farm upstate New York, guys. <laughs> yeah. Actually, pretty funny if she's not. <laughs> or is. I don't know. Either, Either way. way. That joke oh, works. boy. Yeah, that, nope, nope. Uh, you Googling for real? She is still with us. Really? Thank God. Her location is not. Uh, no. Or Uh-oh. not listed. Wait, she's missing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go outside. Yep, Peter throws away a half-empty bag of trash, again, as he's wont to do. That's It's a half. It's not a half thing. It's a half. Yeah. He always does He this. bought the wimpy, wimpy, wimpies. Sure did. MJ's out there. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't she be? Right. And they start talking about the billboard? Yeah. At this point, we're like six minutes into this movie. Whatever it is. I forgot she was a model already. Yeah. Successful model and actress and still can't walk and nope. talk at the same time. Still just standing, <laughs> no. and, standing and chatting. Standing doing nothing. The fence, and they... the best part is when she walks away... After she says bye, or she, oh, she totally gives Peter she touches an open. the face, does the whole. Peter made pant webs. Pant when she touched the face. Yeah. Totally made it. And then she walks away, stops, and doesn't move again as she says her dialogue. Yeah. What does Peter say? Peter says, oh boy. And she says, oh boy, yeah. Great dialogue. Yeah. That's amazing oh, dialogue. Oh, yeah. Acting? I guess so. By the way, I'm dating. What do you think about that, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, motherfucker. And he's like, oh, I'll come to your play. And it's uh, just like that. <laughs> and I like how she I like how she specifies that it's uh, more than quote companionship. More than companionship. Yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. Like it's otherwise he's just a fucking dog just there. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. She takes her boyfriend out to for walks. I feel like their dialogue is always so forced. It's not uh, great. Here's the thing. Toby McGuire. Who? Tobes McGibbs. Tubes McGibbs? Tubes McGoobs. Tubes McGoobs. Again, he's a much better actor than I am or ever will be, that that I'm an actor. However, if I was I to I compare him to one food product, it would be a piece of white Wonder Bread that you held underneath the sink for about five minutes. He's just wet. <laughs> he's wet. Five minutes under the sink? He's wet, There'd white. There'd be no Wonder Bread. No, there'd be a hole. Yeah. There'd be a hole and a just a soggy mess in your sink. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of leads to all the plot gaps in this movie, huh? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's- uh, Are you going to come back when we start talking about Incredibles 2? I haven't seen Incredibles 2 yet. That was a stretch. Hey-o. Oh, I see what you did there. You can get them sooner. What you did there, I saw Fantastic it. Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do that. We need to honor the Fantastic Four somehow. <laughs> they need the help. <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, he's emoting as much as Tobes and Magobes can. Or Tobes and Magoobs. I'd argue that sometimes he emotes too much. But we'll get there. Ooh, That's when fair. he's running, we'll get there. That's fair. Pete's got an apartment. He does. And, and he's so got landlords. Mr. Dick... <laughs> Mixter. <laughs> Mixter. Mr. Dickovich... Yeah. Shout, a little shout out to Steve Ditko. It's a great name for Steve Ditko. The Vich, not raw off the tongue. <laughs> nope. Dickovich. Rent. That's his thing. Hi. What's hi? Can I spend it? I love his lines. He's terrific. He's fun. If promises were crackers, my daughter would be fat. <laughs> it's the best. And then we see Ursula burn her hand. I you sure do. Love Ursula. Ursula. I don't know what. Is that her name, Ursula? That's her name. Ursula I just thought, Dickovich. Really? I thought her name was just my ideal person. Ideal. Nah, Whoa. I take that back. That's a little bit too. That's a little say. bit too much. Yeah. It's like she's she's a cutie. I don't know what her role in this movie is. Not sure. Filler. Yep. I don't know. Filler. I really don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. It's a. We'll get there. We we will. Another a question. We'll get there. Another question too. You guys might know the New York City real estate market better than I do, but are the bad landlords really Eastern European stereotypes all the time? Not sure. Yeah. In two thousand two, they might have been. It's possible. Two thousand. Four. In 2004, they might have been. But yeah. this is a movie take place in 2004. Unknown. Who knows? We, oh, we'll yeah. assume. It's a superhero movie. The timeline doesn't matter. Timeline doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't it's matter. like the points on whose line is it anyway. Yep. 
Anyway, that's exactly it. <laughs> we had a really nice sunrise shot over New York City, and then Peter going to the shared bathroom. <laughs> oh, we sure do. We sure do. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Dickovich cuts him off, and it says, uh, rent, and Peter helps him close the door. Yeah, no, it's very comedic. I laughed inside. We should meet our villain. I think we should meet our villain. Yes. It's Dr. Otto Octavius. Daughter. <laughs> Dr. Otto Octavius. Why that is... one doesn't roll off either. Why is this so hard to say? <laughs> wow. Can we make an agreement to just call him Doc Ock? Even if he's Not good yet, back. can't. Here's the thing. Uh, we sure can't yet. He's Dr. a friend of Octavius. We can call him Otto. Yeah. We know him personally. Otto Octavius. Yeah. You can tell Stanley named that guy. And why is that? Oh, the repeating name. He just so you can remember. <laughs> Otto Octavius. I'll remember that one. Earlier, we find out that Harry knows Otto because he's working on a new form of energy. Fusion. Fusion. And that Peter is writing a essay or paper on Otto Octavius. For Dr. Connors. For Dr. Connors. So there's a whole thing here. A lot of schooling. And Dr. So, Connors yeah. and Otto know each other somehow. Yeah, they're, they're colleagues of they're colleagues of sorts. Yet Dr. Connors couldn't hook up Peter with Doc Ock. It was Harry that did it. Correct. Yeah. Dr. Connors might not be a good professor there. Might not be a necessary character. Dr. Connors is just trying to make Pete do some work. Yeah. Yeah, You gotta hand it to him. But Pete's brilliant and lazy. And we learn that because Harry introduces Peter to Otto Octavius. To Otto. And Otto knows, oh, you're the guy Dr. Connors told me about. Brilliant and lazy. Brilliant and lazy. One thing I love about Alfred Molina. Irony. He is charming as fuck. Oh, he's so charming. Oh my god, he's charming. Even in the way he's like, I don't have time for you, but Harry's making me do this. He's still like, oh, what a nice guy. Yeah. I can't I, tell the where they are in this scene. Is this part of the Oscorp building or is this his personal home? Is he building a fusion reactor in his apartment? I had I the like same exact No, this is definitely a zoning violation in a city. Oh, you cannot have <laughs> you cannot have fusion reactors? A fusion reactor <laughs> in a residential neighborhood. I am sorry. Yeah, that's I am a professional planner. I know these things. Prohibited use, residential districts, nuclear fusion. What would you do if you walked into someone's apartment and you just saw a giant fusion reactor there? I would walk the fuck out. Probably the right move. Yeah. That's a smart man. <laughs> That's, That's probably what that right is. Is. Yeah. But you want to know what Pete's going to do instead? He's going to sit down and have tea. Let's have tea. With oh. Otto and his wife, Rosie. Right. And they start talking about love. And they met. Apparently, Otto and Rosie met because he was trying to talk about... Relativity. Relativity. And she Sometimes. was talking about T.S. Eliot. I mean, that's your opening line. That's my opening line. Yeah, but then the part that pissed me off about this is that he tries to give, Otto tries to give Peter some advice about picking up girls and whatnot. Yeah. He says, oh, read him poetry. But Otto just got done telling us how he doesn't understand poetry. <laughs> he actually says, feed them poetry. Feed them. Which, all right, that's, I don't know. I felt like that's getting a little bit into Willem Dafoe area of broom her. Broom her. <laughs> yeah. It's like, who wrote these scripts, honestly? Was it Mark Stephen Johnson? Oh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Topical. I see what you did there. Yeah. So basically... Otto's like, with great intelligence comes great responsibility. More or less, and it makes that's, sense. <laughs> that's the, me- the how message. It's, how intelligence is not a, a privilege. It's right. a gift. It's a gift. That's great, and you got to use it for good. Use it for good. You know what I liked about this scene? Is that you have a scene, finally, with Peter Parker sitting down with somebody who's almost like a father figure, and somebody, even though we only get a few lines from her, that's almost like a mother figure. So, for a very limited moment of time, Peter gets his nuclear family experience, right? And they're giving him fatherly and motherly advice, and they're kind of teasing each other, and that's his one taste of normalcy, and then everything kind of falls apart after that. Honestly, it's not too far off. It's a little glimpse of, like, a perfect life for him. Yeah, very briefly. Even though everything is going wrong in his life. Pete reads laundromat. He reads laundromat poetry. <laughs> Pete reads poetry aloud and a laundromat. Yeah, it's New York, though. That's not that weird. But here's the thing. He's the one who said he doesn't want to date Mary Jane. 
Yeah. She's already in love with him. Why does he need to feed her poetry to make her fall in love with him? He's already got the girl on the hook. Yeah, it sounds like just a conversation would be just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They he washed his spider suit at the laundromat. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. I mean ruins his spider shorts. (laughs) He does. He does. I guess so. Pete goes home because he has to get ready to go to MJ's play. Yep. He starts staring into the closet and there's a suit and a spider suit and he's trying to decide what to wear. He's wearing both. We know he's wearing both. He's going to wear both. Why do we see this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, we get some um, some music in this scene that's not by Danny Elfman. I don't like it. And uh, Don't approve? Give the reins back, Jet. We don't need you here. Jet? Jet. The band Jet. That was Jet? That was Jet. That was I haven't Jet. heard Jet. Jet in so long. There's a reason you haven't heard Jet. Why is that? And that's because there's a Curse of the Rainyverse. So this is kind of like a, a Madden curse. Cover oh, athlete. Very much a Madden curse. <laughs> in that if you do a song for the soundtrack of a Sam Raimi movie, or a Spider-Man movie at least, you will disappear into nothingness for a minimum of seven years. Okay, so it's like a brief snapping. It's a, it's like a brief snapping. A lot of bands don't come back from it. There have been a few that have gone against the odds. Let's just go down the list of who's I on the we, soundtrack. I think we have. To. I'm Let's do it. Very intrigued by this. Dashboard Confessional. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not a great start. <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually found this out while researching for this movie. They asked to see the movie before they wrote the song for it, and they granted it. And they said, "Sure, watch the movie." And Chris Caraba wrote "Vindicated" in ten minutes, which is brilliant because the song is great. It is, but why didn't you see it. the movie? I don't know. He's he not wanted, a Make-A-Wish kid. This isn't. He this wanted isn't like to a get the right vibe. Type situation. What the, vibe? It's Spider-Man. Read a fucking comic book. Boy. Then he wouldn't get the whole storyline. You want him to read the entirety of all the comics Every to figure out the storyline? Story you got to earn your way onto that soundtrack. They gave it to him because they're reasonable people, unlike Dave. They're, they're artists, <laughs> David. They're artists, are okay? I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Anyway. Do you? Uh, nope. No, okay. Iron Man is better. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. Wow. God damn it. <laughs> what, what on <laughs> earth made you go there? I don't know. I'm sorry. I got angry. I didn't know what I was doing. Poking the bear. Oh. I, I What I meant to say is that Iron Man is better than all of your opinions combined. I'm sorry. It's going off the rails. Oof. He might have been right with Superman. <laughs> he might have. Sorry. Anyway, Dashboard has some minor success for about a year. There's a cave movie. scene that doesn't make any fucking sense. It in makes Iron sense. Man. It, makes it doesn't make sense. any it's sense. It's all cylinders. No, he's building a leg. He's not building a bomb. There's clearly a robotic leg in Iron Man. There's sometimes bombs have legs, Dave. No, bombs don't. Not Bomberman. Don't bring Bomberman. Bomberman has a leg. Bomberman has two legs. Jesus. What are you? No, Bomberman can walk. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and Bob has legs. And, and Mario can do that too. This is not that situation at all. He's building a robotic leg. Maybe he's just testing this tensile strength or something that is involved in the Jericho missile. No, that can't be it. Tensile strength only comes into play in Spider-Man. We know that because the weird random spider went underneath the spider identifying system and that got identified as superior web tensile strength. Did Silly. Did figure out why they were even doing things with spiders, by the way? Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, not yeah, mentioned. Not okay. important. Back nope. to Iron Man. Not important. Train. Yeah. Also had a track on this movie. They went away for a while. Now, before this, they had songs like Meet Virginia, Drops of Jupiter, Calling All Angels. Decent songs that people enjoyed. And then they disappeared until about 2009, which is an early comeback, I know, from from what I said of seven years. Sure. But they came back with nothing but garbage. Yeah, well. Like, hey, soul sister. What are you going to do? <laughs> so really, did they ever come back? Hoobastank, enough said. Jet. had Hoobastank our... like doubled up because they were in the Daredevil soundtrack, too. Yeah. Hoobastank was like, let's just get our Marvel money and then we get gotta, out of We got to get out of here. Before people realize how bad we are. I, I don't think that they're going to get coverage if they're shipped at Burger King. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, I own both of their CDs. I was that guy. Well, here's... 
could be you also. They like have Iron Man. six, so you did okay. God damn it. They have six? They, wait, wait, they have six albums? <laughs> so there you go. Oh, no. Jet. Oh. Yeah. Are you going to be my girl? Look what you've done. Cold Hard Bitch. Spider-Man soundtrack. End. Bye. That's the end. Yellow card. Again. Oh, no. Okay. Minor success. Okay. Minor yep. success after this. But then they pretty much all but disappeared, too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they had one album after this movie came out, and then they're gone. Maroon 5. Maroon 5 is the anomaly. Doing the Super Bowl show this year. <laughs> They had, you know, they had years too late, but still mega hits before Spider-Man. Yeah, harder to breathe. This love, she will be loved. Then Spider-Man hits, and they kind of disappear until about 2007, where they come back with one hit, but then they kind of disappear again, and then don't really come back until moves like Jagger, which is seven years later. And that song sucks. So I, I, I you're onto something here. Mm. Yeah, Taking Back Sunday. Ooh. Okay, disappears after 2006. So they get a couple years after Spider-Man, but then. Gone. The Ataris had three charting hits on the U.S. alt charts before Spider-Man came out, and then they were gone. Midtown, Lost Profits, Smile Empty Soul, and oh, Anna Johnson. I forgot about Lost Profits. Lost All Profits gone after this, this movie. Uh, All of them. Wow. Okay. It works, believe it, it works with Spider-Man, the original, too, if you look at that I believe you. That's soundtrack. ridiculous. Nickelback still Why has couldn't Iron Man do his song on this and just disappear for forever? Well, Iron Man is not a band, Dave. It's an award-winning movie. Award-winning. Award-winning. It was. It, it got was. MTV... Best movie, movie of the award summer for so best far. movie of the summer so yeah. far. You're and you right. know what? I apologize. Do you, do you know what else came out that summer? What? Of course you don't. Point proven. Just to give you a quick list of what was on Spider-Man 1. Nickelback, Saliva. Oh. Those two, they combined, did a song. Nickelback stayed kind of popular, but everybody started making jokes about them after Spider-Man. They're still popular. They're still making money. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, world. but now everybody thinks they're a joke. Correct. Which happened around 2004. Yep. Yeah, How about that? Saliva, gone. Click, click, boom, and out. Yep. Sub 41, Alien Ant Farm, Stone Sour, The Strokes, The Hives, Theory of a Deadman, Macy Gray, Aerosmith's last big hit. You think it was before or after 2002? I would say well before. <laughs> yeah. I would say it was, it was probably circa 97. 97. It's actually Armageddon. pretty accurate. But Armageddon. Yeah. Oh, that's a weird thing Yeah, they got that, thing they right got that there. Michael Bay money. Yeah. I think there's a curse in these movies. I think you're right. And I think we should revisit it when we do Spider-Man 3. I think we're going to have to. Yeah. Check in on those bands. Check on their life support. <laughs> but before that... Pete doesn't show up to the play. Pete doesn't make it to the play on time. Mary Jane's just looking at this audience, sees an empty chair, just assumes it's Pete. Why is MJ looking to the audience? I don't know. She's clearly not in the scene. I don't think MJ's a very good actress. It doesn't seem like it. No, I would tend to agree. And by the way, I don't know if you ever have looked over an audience before. I know I have. Can't see him. Yeah. Can't see anything. No. No, No, the way the lighting works, you really can't tell who's there and who's not. For what it's worth, though, she is sitting and delivering her lines, not moving. Uh It's very, very Mary Jane Watson. Yeah. By the way, what's the name of the play? It's the importance of being earnest. Yeah. I don't know if that has any type of symbolism with this movie. I don't think it does. I don't think it does. No, it doesn't seem symbolic at no. all. No. If the play was the importance of being Spider-Man, then yes, I, would, I can see that. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be fun. Wouldn't it? If it, it were like be. Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Uh-huh. Oh. And Mary Jane dies. Every, no, everyone dies. <laughs> everyone dies. <laughs> everyone dies. <laughs> Pete doesn't get to the play because he's busy spidering off, right. doing Spidey things. Interesting that he didn't hear the sirens before his Spidey sense kicked in. Ah, uh, who knows? Yeah. I don't, right I don't understand him. how it works anymore. Uh, There's a cute scene with some kids. Where yeah. all of a sudden traffic stops, which is convenient. So we can talk to the kids that about eating vegetables. That tends to happen. Yeah. Well, he does. He might as well just deliver Hulk Hogan lines at that point about oh, eating yeah. your vitamins because he gets all. He really Real toes close. that line Real and just doesn't go there. Uh, you have that whole thing before that even where Sam Raimi likes to do this, where there's a giant crowd of people but only one person's talking. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> where he says, "Go, Spidey, go." Fine. Sure. All right. I you, think we get to probably the most important part of this movie at this point when Pete arrives at the theater. Yeah. Oh wait. I wait, would say. Yeah. Why is there a high-speed chase in New York City? There's always a high-speed chase and yeah. time doesn't matter. 
Isn't there a lot of traffic? Nope, okay. not in superhero movies. There's not. You ever I, seen the Avengers? You ever seen the Incredible Hulk? Traffic doesn't exist in New York. Go to New York, fellas. Drive around. Have a great time. I sit corrected. I, I, I do not stand. Then we get to the most important scene, probably this entire movie. This is your rug scene, scene that really pulls the whole movie together. Really pulls the whole thing together. Uh, the cops like, you can't park there. I'll tow it. Yeah, and then right after that, oh, no, it's I, a gift. No, that was that was. No, no. After that's this, the most important part of the movie. No, completely where, disagree. Where Tubes Magoobs is like, fine, tow it. It's not even my car. No, because we get a. I'm gonna give it to him. It's Bruce fucking Campbell. It is Bruce fucking Campbell. Oh, he's the best. He's no longer a wrestling announcer. Nope. He's, he's come up in the world. Yep. He came up with the name Spider Man and then said, "I can do better." Became a theater usher. Yeah. What a great cameo. Everybody says that this usher is a dick, but you know what? I think he's following the rules. He's 100% right. You can't just let somebody in mid-play no, it and ruins distract the, the entire audience. Ruins the illusion. Also, dude's just doing his job. Give him a break. Come on, guys. Yeah. I love the way they shot it, though, that it looks like he's just towering over Peter Parker yeah, the entire time, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's great. Hail to the chin, guys. Oh, oh, he's the best. Hail to the chin. American treasure. Absolutely. On the list of American treasures, I think it's Alan Alda, Bruce Campbell. Really? One and two. Yeah. Wow. wow. Gotta be. Okay. I thought Alan Alda was Canadian. Or am I just thinking of Canadian bacon? I think you're thinking of Canadian bacon. Could be. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Outside the theater, when Peter can't get in, he starts hearing the Spider-Man song. From he sure does. The from the crazy Spider-Man singing violin lady. That's, That's exactly it. Her. And his facial expressions here are perfect. Oh, sure. They're perfect. perfect. We'll go with perfect. They're yeah. as perfect as Tubes McGoobs is going to get. Tubes McGoobs. <laughs> There's a poster behind uh where mj comes out of the theater yep. after the show's over it says yep. jay frazier is especially effective it's a little college they're special effects guys john frazier hey how about that it's oh, great it's why not? so cute i love it mj got a boyfriend womp womp sure does yeah we're not gonna find out who it is yet but nope. we you see him you see him he seems lovely man he seems like a, seems like average cares. height decent build yeah that's oh, he's, he's a hunk well yeah peter parker is gonna well, Spider-Man at this point. He's not Peter. It's tricky to differentiate it's, in and out of the suit. He's Tubes Magoobs. So Tubes Magoobs goes swinging about. Yep. And then uh, he goes, Austin Powers 2, Spider Shagney, loses mojo. Yeah, he loses his mojo. He has he has some performance issues. As if you're shooting that web. It happens <laughs> to all of us, guys. Don't you laugh. It happens to all of us. Falls down onto a giant pipe on top of a roof somewhere. And yep. has to ride the elevator and down. survives. Yeah, he always does. Which is interesting because I feel like if you're losing your powers, you don't have that super strength. You hit your head on that. That's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt quite a bit. But, but you know, Iron Man can smash into a wall full speed and not get injured. Well, he's wearing a suit. suit. Nope, not, not in one scene. He's not. It's a soft During wall. Initial test. It's, it's a soft, soft wall. wall. It's a soft wall. Yeah. It's nope. a ceiling. He's rich. He's rich. Yeah. He has, soft wall. He has mattress ceiling. Yeah. Spider-Man rides the elevator down with a dog walker of sorts. So good. And he asks where to get the cool spider suit. Talks about it being itchy. Talks it's about itchy. riding up in the crowd. Riding up in the crowd. <laughs> it's a really good, good scene. The, it takes um, forever. Yeah. The extended scene? Longer. Really? Impossible. Nope. Impossible. Elevator guy works in PR, apparently. He loves Spidey's image, the whole thing, how it's put together. And he's like, can I riff for you? Like, I got ideas. He pitches him all these ideas. Children's book like Charlotte's Web, but without the pig. Hammocks, because they're kind of like Web. Men's cologne called Thwip. Thwip. Yep. Thwip. And he's like, hey. Thwip. 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 What? <sighs> Whip is the sound that a web makes. No, I yes. got that. I got that. Thwip. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's the name for the clone. Thwip. He said, hey, let me give you my card. And Spider-Man's like, uh, I don't have pockets. Yep. So. And then he hits the button and on Peter's the elevator. just going to walk around on the streets and he walks past an entire wall of MJs. So many MJs. Oh, Never man. that many posters in a row. Sure, they, they repeat them, but never that It's many. ridiculous. But MJ probably sits in front of those and just diddles all night long. 
MJ she, loves MJ. She loves herself. And where and he's dragging his scooter along, his broken scooter. Where did he get his broken scooter from? I know it got run over in the chase scene before the play. Maybe he went where back did he and go back it. and find it? I don't know. He's a walker now. He's not a swinger. He is a walker. He's not a swinger. Well, that's well established. Yeah, that's it. He's not doing much. Written by John Favreau. <laughs> <sighs> don't besmirch the good goddamn name of John Favreau like that. Can we have him here every week? Nope. Uh-huh. Nope. He's very busy. <laughs> <laughs> Payphone. Classic. Yep, it's the best. And he starts talking to the payphone. Peter's just, yep. you know. He, he leaves a message for MJ. MJ's Making listening, excuses. And MJ's not having any of it. Nope. She's making jokes to herself. Payphone expires after like 45 seconds. It and does. More money. The part that Whatever. kills me about this is that he doesn't show up to this. We see earlier on how he's struggling with his papers. He shows up, forgets his own birthday, and MJ sees that. Peter's in crisis here. Right. And none of his friends and are no like. no one's caring about right. it at all. What type of friends are these? Very self-involved friends. Yeah. And again, Harry's rich. Let's like yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's not forget. Yeah, calls him brother later, not brother, mm. but brother. Well, I mean, right after he slaps him in the face. But we'll sure. get there. We'll get there twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, who hasn't wanted to slap tubes and the goobs in the face a couple times? How funny would it have been during this payphone scene <laughs> if uh, if after he was like couldn't be there because I'm Spider Man? If the operator was just like, what? Eh, what? That sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We finally get to um, Otto's loft. And he's going to experiment with a lot of people. Fusion! He has not done this at all on his own, but now he's just bringing a lot of people in. Right. Pete questioned how this all worked before, and he said, no, you're crazy. Don't tell me the math. I'm good. I got it. (laughs) By the way, all the while, Doc Ock, or Dr. Octavius, whatever we're calling him, wearing a sexy science leotard. Sure is. Oh. Why does Sam Raimi have like an obsession with the villains taking off their clothes before... They become villainous. Because does it in Spider-Man, Willem Dafoe takes off that oh, his, his clothes and he's laying on a thing. Ooh, Ooh that's cold. cold. <laughs> <laughs> and then here, he does it again. Yeah. yeah. I just don't understand. I don't look real Jack, though. Looking he's looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah looking, looking real looking Jack. Looking pretty good. Yeah. Like a 1950s weightlifter. That's pretty much it. Yeah. He a slaps on. Man. <laughs> they, he introduces the arms to everyone. That yep. could have been its own presentation. It should have been, because it's a... Goddamn miracle. Yeah, it absolutely is. <laughs> Let's just breeze over this genius invention yep. that I had. I actually wrote down, they unveil a life-changing invention to unveil another life-changing invention. Yeah, it's a, no, it's a MacGuffin. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, Which, so you're, you're talking about <laughs> the inhibitor chip, right? Because that's also Also incredible. Which, why do they... I was, very, I was a little confused about this. Why do they need the inhibitor chip? Because oh. the robots are intrinsically evil? Because the robots will take over. The AI would... Correct. But they Influence... Just, Dr. Otto. That kind of makes me wonder, are robots all born evil? I don't think they're all born evil. I think that... These arms definitely were. That the AI within these was so advanced that they actually had the ability for thought. These arms looked like they were up to no good. No, they looked evil. Most of the time they were self-sustaining. They were like little sneaky snakes all the time. Yeah, they were kind of chirping away too. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to fire up this bad boy. Yep. This experiment of his. He's two for two with Incredible Inventions, so this one should be fine. This should be no problem. He's got the trinium, which there's a little drop of in the, I don't know. And he got it from the Osborne. 25 pounds in the entire world. Yeah, he's got a tiny little droplet. He's got a little drop. It floats, which I didn't understand. Yeah. Doesn't matter. That's fusion, baby. (sighs) Again. There you go. (laughs) Doing a fusion experiment in the middle of a residential neighborhood. Magnets. How do they work? No idea. That's what he forgot. (laughs) Fucking magnets. (laughs) Naturally, this experiment doesn't go very well. That goes haywire. It goes nuts. He's got the power of the sun in the palm of his hand, as he says. Yep. He's, he's just loving it. With and his, his robot hand, though, because he can't use his real can't hand. Can't do it. Can't do it. He's in denial. He's like, no, it's working. It'll it'll stabilize. And then it doesn't. Nope. And it starts pulling everything metal into it as it becomes, well, it's starting to become self-sustaining. 
go in that direction. Let's do it. Doesn't want to shut it down because it's in, he thinks it's going to stabilize. That shit's not going to stabilize. Franco's not happy. Nope. One was even more unhappy. Who's that? Rosie. Rosie. Because she gets fucking dead. Dead. She gets dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> She yeah. got glassed. Oh, she got omenized. This was Sam Raimi saying, I want to have a little fun with this. Yep. And the inhibitor chip is broken. So whatever. Spidey shows up. Sure does. Convenient. Yeah. Pete's gone. Know what was Pete happening. ran. Who knows? Pete always runs whenever trouble's afoot. He saves James Franco. Yep. And he's like, this doesn't change anything. Nope. Kind of nope. does. I mean, shouldn't it? I would right? say it should change quite yeah. a bit. It saves his life. Yeah. He's giving you the chance I still to get hate you. Brood more, Franco. Yeah. Brood more. Oh, he will. Oh, he will. He's like, I'm ruined. How is he ruined? This is one project. It's special projects. Yeah. And he's the head of it. one. I don't ruined. know. That's outside when they're walking to the ambulance. That's true. They decide to cover Rosie outside. Yeah. With a blanket. <laughs> Let's roll her out and then cover her. That seems like it's an inside uh, thing to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Spidey, Spidey shuts it down. It's great. Sure does. It's all. It's all better. It's not bad. No, I know I said earlier that the most important scene in this movie was when we saw Bruce fucking Campbell. Yep. I take it all back. Okay. This scene here where Dr. Octavius is laying on the operating table uh, as they pull him out with his arms all up oh, in those gurneys yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is Sam fucking Raimi. This is Raimi. Holy shit is yes. this Raimi. Oh. This whole scene. This is initially test footage that they decided, no, we're using it. We have to use it. It's so Perfect. This yeah. is this might as well have just been right out of the Evil Dead. This was with the everything first that's scene they filmed. Hundred percent, the best. It's and the great. best. Great. The arms fight back. Arms fight. They murk all the doctors. They don't care. The nails. All. The nails in the floor. Oh, oh, so good. Wax tiles. Did they really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You get all the like the first person footage from oh, within the from the the claws. claws. Oh, it's so good. Even from little... Flo, Larry, Harry, and Mo. Is that their names? Yep. Cool. Very cool. You get a little chainsaw action too. You do yeah. get chainsaw yeah, action. Chainsaw Everything action. about this is fucking great. So good. Yeah. It, you know what? This is a, a, kind of like a running theme throughout this movie. It's kind of a superhero movie. Definitely a little bit of a horror movie too. It has touches. Yeah. Especially this scene. This scene's all horror. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. The most horrifying thing after uh, Doc Ock runs outside, walk around New York City barefoot. Barefoot. Yeah. Oh. Shouldn't do that. Shouldn't Ooh, do that. Terrifying. I don't like it. Ooh. I had to pause it. Take a break. Yeah. The arms throw a cab, as you do. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Back to the bugle? Back to the bugle. We get back to the bugle. J. Jonah Jameson is trying to figure out a name, and it comes up with Doc Ock. Doctor cool. Strange? That's taken. <laughs> what a cool nod that I've never noticed before. Great nod. Same. Yeah. It's just so good. Parker, pay your phone bill. Where were you? Taking pictures of squirrels? You're fired. No, you're not fired. I need you. <laughs> we have a weirdly important character here. That black dude who's in every J. Jonah Jameson oh, yeah. scene. The ad manager of the of the Is that what bugle? he is? I think so. He is in every single scene that is, like, of importance, and he seems to kind of know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. He kind of hints at it he over kind, and he, over. He definitely kind of gives him glances, like, eh, I know what you're up to. Uh, Robbie Robertson. Okay. Or Joseph Robbie Robertson. Robertson's his last name. Robbie. Joseph. I don't know how Robbie's a nickname. Yeah. That's interesting. All right. Robbie Robertson, because Stanley named him. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> he just seems to know that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. He's got a... Pete, you weren't there. He's got a sense of these things. What you doing there, big guy? Yeah, what's going Where on? Where are you? You see, I did not pick up on that. There was definitely a nod. To like, there, you, no, you're, you are 100% right. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Pete gets an assignment. Go to the planetarium. Planetarium. Yep. Simple enough. Planetarium. How are you with high society? Probably not great. Got to take some pictures. My son's a cool guy. Yeah. Does cool things. Yeah, we get the weirdest dissolve in the movie where it looks like just water yeah, for some I, reason. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. Doesn't matter. Doc Ock finds a new lair. Yep. Well, it's nice kind of an island, destroyed island place. It's like a pier. It's a something. sinking pier or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of sinking piers in New York City, by the way. Uh, this whole scene, something in my head 
something talking. Shattering? He does as well as he can with the script, but this whole thing was written by Favreau. Oh, wait, did this also win an award for being the best movie of the summer thus so far? far? <laughs> yeah. This scene was so forced. It's very comic book The book-y. whole thing where he's- We don't have the money. We gotta steal it. out yeah. loud. No, I don't commit crime. The Every real movie. crime would, would not finishing what we started. It's very I love Moina. This is, he does all he can with this scene. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. It's comic booky. It, Who do you think had it tougher? Willem Dafoe versus Amir or Alfred Molina versus nothing? Oh, because he had Molina CGI definitely arms. had it tougher. I think Dafoe did better. Yeah, no, I Listen, guess. 100%. If Dafoe was acting in front of another Dafoe, that's like double Dafoe. That's a lot of Dafoe. That's a lot that's of Dafoe. Best. That's the best that's amount, the amount of Dafoe. Yeah, most amount of Dafoe. The only way you can make that better is to put a mirror behind Dafoe, and then you have just an infinity gauntlet of oh, Dafoes. Infinity Dafoes? Yeah. Why don't you make it worse, though? How? Have a Joel McHale sighting. Oh, uh, Joel McHale. Ouch. Is a dick banker. Yep. <laughs> Free toaster with a $300 super savings account. What kind of bank is this? What year is it? What Where are know. we? How convenient that this is the bank that auto robs. I wrote the same thing. What a coincidence. There's one bank in New York, by the way. Yeah. That's yep. it. And it's a bank that has the vault right in the main lobby. And that has a shitload of change. Change? I thought those were gold coins. I what th- kind of bank has gold <laughs> coins and bags in their vaults? I'm sorry. Yep. I thought they were fucking Sacagaweas. That's, I, I thought Maybe they, they just, were. Maybe this is like the government's push for Shack, uh, Sacagaweas. Maybe. Yeah. Get on that oh, Spider-Man could train. Could have been. Could have been. I just thought he was robbing his Sacagaweas. He would have gotten like and bags $30 out of that. Yeah. Yep. Either way, Doc Ock's robbing that shit. This is the weirdest bank ever. It's up there. Takes that, that vault door off, just throws it. Mm-hmm. Pete's yeah. there with Aunt May trying to get a loan and they can't do it. Runs away. Pete runs also, away. As he always does, Aunt May's all sad. Say what you will about Joel McHale. He commits to his leg being kicked. He does. He yeah. limps away in the next scene and sure it's does. great. Sure does. Oh, that boy of yours is a real hero. Spidey pops up. Irony. Great line. Yeah, Spidey's going to pop up and, and Doc Ock starts throwing bags of change at him. The way they explode. It's awesome. It's pretty great. It reminds me of like a video fun. game. Yeah. But at the same time, Spidey catches one and says, here's a change, fires it back at Doc Ock. Doc Ock takes that shit right to the face. He's a human being. Human. Yes. Human. That should have that should have just absolutely decimated him. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then when when the desk hits him and he goes flying through a wall into a ta- into a taxi cab. How is he not just And he's fine. I yeah. don't get it. No, I really don't understand how I don't understand how all of a sudden he can withstand superhuman <laughs> spider strength. Yeah. There's a very easy explanation for this. Oh, is there? He's not Tony Stark. Tony Stark can take shots like that because Tony Stark is a genius. Tony Stark can't, first of all, because Tony Stark went into, oh, he went up into a ceiling yeah. on his initial test, came out totally fine, but then had to hold an ice pack to his head when he went through two stories due to, in it, well, in his suit. Well, he went through the walls and that one, to be fair. Maybe he was hungover, <sighs> Dave. Maybe he's just had a headache for other unrelated reasons besides walls and ceilings. I'll tear that apart anymore. There's, it's <laughs> flawless. It's, you can't, no, it's flawless. How could he be hungover? When he has that much ice and that little whiskey. To be oh, fair, he's more hydrated than he's drunk That was the point. bartender's fault, not yeah. his. And some whiskeys you're supposed to drink with a lot of ice, Dave. It's supposed to melt together. It's supposed to blend. Not a lot of ice? Did you see how much ice was in those things? It, it was a lot. Anyway. Some of them were whiskey crystals, I hear, anyway. Whiskey crystals. Get me up here. I'm starving. Flawless movie. <laughs> there we go. Fucking Sacagaweas everywhere. If they were actually Sacagaweas, then I rescind my comment. At first, no. At first, but I no. Thought, even still, that's a lot of Sacagaweas. I thought they were quarters at first. I was like, eh, this they, is were gold. they were gold. They were gold. Yeah, then. Yeah, those are definitely, they have to be gold coins, gold things. Because you saw the one scene where it rolls out to Joel McHale, oh, and yeah. he picks it up, and Aunt slaps his yeah. hand. <laughs> I love Aunt May. Oh, she is. Rosemary Harris is a saint. Oh, and she's a badass. Saint Rosemary. So Saint Rosemary gets randomly selected by Doc Ock as his new hostage. Yeah. Convenient. How about that? Skyscraper. We got a fight. We sure do. You know what else we get? Danny fucking Elfman. He's killing it. Oh, he's so good. I missed him so much. 
I did too. It's so good to have him back. It is. Our good friend Danny. Oh, he, he just warms the ears, doesn't he? He's just, uh, he's like a sweater for your ears. Swing away, Elfman. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. I'm sure going to miss him. Oh, yeah. boy. Foreshadowing. <laughs> they get back together on a fucking James Franco movie. God damn it. Fucking Franco. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Aunt May's held on her umbrella this entire time. Well, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Through all the chaos. Of course. She's still got her trusty umbrella. Yeah. And she's just grabbing onto stuff. Yeah. Those arthritic hands are not holding on to an umbrella. No. A lot of upper body strength by this 90-year-old woman. Doesn't work. It's amazing. It doesn't work. The extended edition has a longer fight scene. Of course it does. That's the only difference. Uh, Of course it does. Repeated punches to the dome with the proportional strength of a spider, and Doc Ock is fine. One One swing swing. from an umbrella. (laughs) Ruins his day. I don't get it. I don't get it. 90-year-old woman hits him in the head with an umbrella, and that's it. Either way. Spidey's going to save the day. Doc Ock goes crawling away. He sure does. We go to the planetarium. Spider-Man drops off Aunt May and says some stuff, and she doesn't recognize her we own that we, voice. We did it. We. She knows who it is. Yeah. There's not a doubt in my mind she knows who it she, is. She has At this to. point. Oh, really? As soon as she hears his voice, how could you not Nobody know? sounds like Tubes Magoobs. No one. So we go to the bougie party at the planetarium. You get the planet Krypton, and you have the planetarium. Planetarium. I get it. We're going to planetarium. Harry's all drunk and... Air quotes, ruined? Oh, Franco. He's I still guess. rich. Does he call Otto a crackpot or a crockpot? I don't know. Because oh. it sounds like crockpot to me. I thought he called him a crockpot. I I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Oh, he's such a crockpot. That's how drunk Franco is. 20-year-old Franco. Yeah, he's calling him kitchen appliances. That's it? J. Jonah Jameson is a national treasure. We know that. He's got a kid. Sure does. John Jameson. Captain John, John Jameson. Jameson. Captain. He's been to the moon. He's played football, played on, football the on the moon. He's the first man to play football on the moon. Also, MJ's bow. Yeah. Upgrade from Peter. Throwing it out there. I would say so. Oh, yeah. In Definitely. a lot of ways. An upgrade from Peter. Maybe not an upgrade to Spider-Man. Probably not. But she doesn't know he's Spider-Man, so definitely an upgrade to Peter. True. Correct. One of them did not bring back Venom, allegedly, according to the comics. That makes sense. Yeah, they fucked that one up later, though. Speaking of fucking. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> nice transition. <laughs> John Jameson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spider-Man. Peter Parker. Captain John Jameson. Fuck. Marry. Kill. Brian. Go. I'm killing. Peter Parker. As you should. I think I'm going to fuck Spider-Man. Again. And then I'm going to marry- always fucking Spider-Man. I'm going to marry John Jameson. He's a sweetheart. Dave. Oh, yeah. Kill Peter. Yep. I'm going to fuck and marry J. Jonah Jameson. Well, I would hope that the Oh, fucking... you switched it up. You went for the dad. You want the silver, oh, wait, I'm sorry. You want the silver fox. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Wow, wait, wait. I'm like sorry. It. No. Is it John Jameson? Yep, I sure did. But like, let's ooh, talk rich. about mustache rides and you. What's ooh. going on with this? <laughs> uh, it tickles. It feels nice. Uh, he's very- very, very uh, cocksure of himself. He is so cocksure. Oh. Definitely. Here's Mary and his girlfriend. Oh, wife. 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 <laughs> That's a good line. J.K. Uh, Simmons is the best. He's so good. You know who's also very good at things? MJ at picking out Peter Parker from a crowd. She's the best at it. Yeah. Does it again. How does she do she it? She's got Peterson. She's got Peterson. The most <laughs> vanilla, wet, wonder white bread guy in the world. <laughs> in a world full of whole wheat and rye and pumpernickel. No. Fucking Peter Parker, that white, soggy piece of bread sticks out. Yeah, and then Peter eventually finds her. Peter's there taking pictures of yeah. the event. Right. And uh, Peter hired. is going to seek out MJ, and they start talking and right. standing and just and the standing usual. standing very still and talking. Yep. And she's like, oh, you. Yeah, you're just an empty seat to me. And he says, well, I'm reading poetry now. And this is actually what I'm going to defend her. Where she says, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It was the yeah. script basically telling me, like, yeah, okay. fuck me, right, huh? Yeah. I've been reading poetry. Don't give a shit, Pete. Yep. <laughs> I actually wrote, shut up, Pete. <laughs> yep, that's pretty fair. And yeah. she's like, my best friend breaks. Best friend, what's happened in these two years? I don't know. Alleged two years. I don't since know. Since the last movie. I really don't best know. best friends now. They've had oh, the wow. 
They We don't even see, like, the whole Sam and Diane thing in this whole two-year break of it. We don't know what's going on with it. No clue. Doesn't matter. But she says he's his, she's her best friend. Can you imagine? You're MJ. And again, this is going to sound a little bit creepy. Hold on. Let me turn into a statue. A red-headed statue. Oh, okay. Okay, oh. go on. By the way, thank you for not using the word ginger. <laughs> That's the um, ginger's call. <laughs> She's not um, naturally ginger. So. Imagine if you're MJ again. This is going to sound kind of creepy because Kirsten Dunst is like, what, like 35 making this movie. Beautiful woman, obviously. I would say she doesn't look a day over 46. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> David, there's no such thing as a right opinion or a wrong opinion, but there is such a thing as a bad opinion, and that is a bad opinion. Pretty fair. I yeah. stand by it. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway. But she was also only sick. Noted on one scene, what's the issue the rest of the time? Well, us gingers <laughs> are pale like that, okay? What I was going to say is, uh, MJ, a, a beautiful person, a successful. Just, just, is she and is she? You know, she's a model. She's yeah. on uh, Broadway and or Not Broadway. hard to be a model. MJ, sit still. You got it. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she, she nails it. I'm best at. And what do you mean she's successful? She's in one play. Uh-huh. We don't hear anything about this play. Dave, how many plays have you been in? Officially? In New York City. I was City. In, a, in New York City. Oh, you got specific. Oh, yeah. Zero. Zero? Brian? Three. Oh, fuck. He's the fiddler. He got himself off the Oh, you are a new MJ. But that's just a lot of waiting around still. for two years. She's going out to, like, uh, probably these cool parties and, like, Soho. She, she met an astro, man. She met an that's astro. That's pretty cool. Where did she meet this astronaut, by the way? That's never brought up. It's never brought up. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Why does a moon rock taste better than an earth rock? It's a little meteor. Okay, that's my moon joke. You can edit that one out, too. That John Jameson <laughs> That's go. staying in. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> the Importance of Being Earnest is written by Oscar Wilde. Sure is. I imagine, very important play. It is very important yeah. play. On Broadway, you don't just cast anybody. She's doing well in her career. Okay, good point. Peter gets slapped. Peter gets slapped in Twice. the face. Twice. Brother. Oh. Harry's all drunk and not happy with Peter. Not happy with Peter. Because he wants the spider. Really, the bug. He, he's, really he got, <laughs> he's really got the bug for the spider. No. Eh, no, you're right. I thought my puns were bad. Yeah, I guess the whole room stopped when this happened. Yeah, well, a dude got slapped by a guy calling him brother. Yeah. So. A billionaire, by the way, slapping him in the face. A drunk 20-year-old billionaire yep. slapping a photographer. This is An like unassuming f- photographer who's not taking a lot of pictures. This is like a Facebook Christmas party gone awry. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. The thing that kills right? me about this is that Harry... In this entire movie, has no character development. None. At all. None. He had none in the first one. He has none in the second one. Why is he such a major character at all times? I don't They're know. setting him up. I don't like it. There's a lot of setup comic book movies. You can't just keep setting someone up. Arbitrary you have to time get passes to it at some and point. people get set up. That's what happens. And there's no traffic in New York yeah. City. And then right after Peter gets slapped twice, gets slapped a third time. Because sure Captain does. John Jameson's going to get on that stage and announce that MJ's agreed to marry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mary Jane's oh. marrying me. <laughs> oh, you can see yep. the moment when his heart just breaks. And Triple J's all like, take the picture, Parker. 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 Because, again, he's not a good photographer. Uh, no. Unless no. he's taking pictures of himself. Yeah, then he starts swinging around the city trying to contemplate his life, I guess. And his, right. he loses his mojo again. The skyline looks weird here to me. It looks weird to me, too. There's only one tall building. Yeah. And a lot of sky. What do you do? This is way less New York than Spider-Man 1. I agree. Does New York have tall buildings? A few. A couple. Okay. Got it. One yeah. or two. Yeah. Someone said they scraped this guy. Really? Who? Uh, who says that? People. Oh. Wikipedia told me. Sure. That's how you know it's true. Oh, sure. Maybe that's why Spider-Man's on an elevator later. So he uh, he experiences a little more uh, web shooter dysfunction. Sure does. 
And he lands in an alley, and in that alley he finds a newspaper, and his eyes start going all shitty again. Yeah. All of a sudden he can't read so good. Yeah, he's a... Uh, I don't know how the spider-ness works. I don't know. Basically... But he's losing it. Your web start shoot, stop shooting. You hit your head. You can't see. Yep. You bring a newspaper home with you, so you have a cool transition shot. Pretty much. While this is happening, Doc Ock <laughs> is rebuilding. Rebuilding. Simple as that. that Peter's going to go to a doctor, because that's what you do whenever your spider senses are dying. And the extended cut, there's an extra scene here with Mary Jane talking to her friend from the play. Or her friend is like, you sure you like this John Jameson guy so much? And she's like, he's fine. Ouch. And then... Her friend As goes someone on who says, fine, often, I know what that means. <laughs> that's not that, good. I don't know that she's actually what she says, but that's the gist okay. of it. And her friend makes a lot of good points about what love should be and blah, blah, blah. And they cut this really great scene. And it actually helps Mary Jane's character a little bit. Mm. She needs all the help she can get. Yeah. yeah. And they decided that they weren't going to help her character. I, I do have a quick question now. And yeah. It's a little bit of a transition. When they go to the dock and they show Doc Ock with all of his new equipment, who the who's making all these deliveries? How is he getting all this stuff? It's a great question. Is that Amazon is really just showing up to an abandoned dock? Oh, can you get Prime to a dock? I don't know. Two day delivery though. Not in 2004. You can't. No. no. Let me Google it. Boop, 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 boop. No, you can't. It's crazy. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for taking the time though. I yeah. appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, it's, it's I, I got to get a less noisy computer though. <laughs> no, it's fine. It helps us know when it's coming. 2004 Compaq. <laughs> there we go. It's a Palm Pilot. So the doctor says that Pete's fine medically. Yeah, and it's all in his head. And then it's he sits next head. to him. This guy's wearing a Grateful Dead fucking shirt here. He is. Who is this guy? I don't know. And he's a medical doctor saying, but why is he giving all this advice to him? I don't know. In the extended scene, because in the extended cut, there's more to this scene. He brings up his own therapist. The doctor brings up the doctor's therapist and says, here's what my therapist says. And then, you know, dishes out life advice about maybe your friend who is trying to be Spider-Man isn't supposed to be Spider-Man. Yeah, no, he starts talking about maybe you aren't meant to be Spider-Man climbing those walls. You always have a choice. You have a choice, Pete. Yeah. Maybe the worst advice ever given in a comic book movie? Don't be the good guy? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's got to be way up there. On the yeah, it's up there, right? And <laughs> well, coming from the Grateful Dead guy. Exactly. Kind of a surprise. Doc Grateful Dead. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. What are you going to do? So then we get this weird Uncle Ben fever dream. Mufasa. Let's go stand. Remember who you are. We did it again. But a lot of ghost dads. Unlike Simba, Peter's like... Nah. Nah, dude. Nah. Yeah. You're not my real dad. He says with great power comes great responsibility. Again. Again. But this Again. time it has meaning, kind of. And it works. Yeah. I don't know. Pete's going to do his own damn thing. Yeah. He's retiring. Yeah. He's done. I'm no longer. I'm Spider-Man no, no more. more. Yeah, that's it. That was almost the title of the movie. Spider-Man, Spider-Man no, no more. more. There are actually four possible titles for this movie. Go ahead. One of them was The Amazing Spider-Man. They used it later. Eventually. Spider-Man no more. Spider-Man unmasked. And then the option that I thought was kind of strange, Spider-Man 2 Lives. Okay. Okay. Sure. I feel like either go Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man Lives. Spider-Man 2 Lives. Yeah, I think they got it right. If you're I, gonna think, I think they just they nailed it Go for it. Spider-Man they 2. went with Spider-Man with a hyphen. Well, yeah, that's how his name is spelled. Is it always? Yep. And forever. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. Yep. So he's a retired Spider-Man. A retired Spider-Man who's uh, finally kind of happy. Yeah, he's got like. raindrops falling on his head. He's got raindrops falling on his head. He's doing a little goofy walk. Sure is. He trips. Everybody looks at him. Yeah, I have a quick question. Do you think Uncle Ben is stuck in that car for eternity? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Which is weird because he died technically outside of the car, right? Technically. True. Yeah, well, I, don't, I didn't true. see him get shot. He might have gotten shot in the car. Yeah. yeah. But we we saw him take his last breath outside of that car. Yes, he did. Streets in New York. Sam Raimi getting Just, greedy. That's it. He gave real shitty advice in the car, and God punished him by saying, 
You're going to spend all your life in this car now. <laughs> I don't know that the advice was shitty. There was just no basis for it. None. It was just words. <laughs> words thrown in. Maybe you're stroking out. Just we words. don't know. Maybe. Who knows? doesn't matter. Maybe he died of a stroke and not being shot. It's possible. Mm. I didn't see the autopsy. No. Maybe, maybe the whole thing will get retconned in the next one. Yeah. Maybe the guy. Maybe the guy from Wings actually shot him. Who knows? That would be interesting. Great sitcom. <laughs> Pete's happy. Yeah, we get like a regular guy montage. I'm not going to say he's like dressed in black with his hair over no, his he's eyes. He's not like going dancing out while he dancing walks and him. having a great time, but he's a happy boy. He is a happy Goes boy. Back on the... And we get the worst freeze frame of all time. There's a lot of weird things happening <sighs> here. So many weird things. I feel like they just shipped this thing off to like NYU film school and just to have fun with it. We're going to do a raffle. Which student wants this? And then they just went to fucking town on it because the editing here is terrible. Oh, the whole thing is a mess. Yeah. It's an absolute mess. And he starts tripping as he's walking. Yeah. And all of a sudden he needs glasses because of his tripping. He tripped. I need glasses now. He's just got them on him, by the way. Oh, they're in his pocket. Ready right. to gotta, go. Gotta right. carry them with you because you never know when yep. you're gonna need to be able to see. Fixes a bike in his apartment. That goes wheel flying. goes flying out the wheel. That killed a guy. Oh, yeah. Not out my mind. That guy yelled out. He's like, hey, you punk. But they're quite... Well, the, here's what's... The subtitle said, you punk. But I'm pretty sure he said... What the fuck? <laughs> but because PG-13. Yeah. Hey, man. They don't want to waste it. Just in case they can't need it waste later. it. Right. I, my favorite part of the scene is he sees the emergency vehicles drive by. And what does he do? He eats a hot dog. Sure does. He's tofu back. dog. Yep. Was it tofu dog? Was, was it really it tofu? a tofu dog? Yeah. Tubes McGoops is a vegetarian. Really? You know, the one thing that really stood out to me about this whole scene as he's walking around is, were these stolen shots? Like the scene where he has to put the glasses on. Every single extra in the background was just watching him. Yeah. And it happens again with the, the hot dog where people are just watching people him. People are just watching him. It seems like, yeah. Stolen shots. Definitely. Has to be. Definitely. It absolutely has to be. When he trips and gets back up and keeps Everyone walking. Everyone is watching. Everybody's watching Everyone. Him. There's no one around When people him. trip in New York City, nobody looks. No one gives a shit. Nobody cares. It's New York. Ordinary, regular, everyday guy montage. It's great. We do. And it's then we end great. up at the play again because this play, why does this play have to play so much significant? Peter's just enthralled. Pete made it. He made it. There. He made it to the play. Yeah. He got past Bruce Campbell. MJ sees him because she's she got her Pete why sense on. Why can't she just? Why can't she just do the play again? Again, and she fucks up her she line. She loses her shit again. Yeah, this is ridiculous. She's not only is she fired. She's blackballed at that point. Blackballed at that point. Oh Probably. yeah. Something happens here though. So Pete and MJ start talking. She says, "Hey, you. I mean, you seem better. Yeah. You seem like you're getting there. I, she seem better means that he had a problem. Right." So she recognizes that he had a problem. Yeah, and he's claiming to be like, hey, he's more mature. He's an adult now because he does his homework. I do my homework now. Do you know what they're doing in this scene? They are walking, walking and, and talking. talking. God damn it. <laughs> they did it. They did it. They finally moved. It is so noticeable. Oh, we actually paused the movie There's because Dave was so excited. There's something different about this scene, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. No, we, me and wow. Dave watched this, and we had to pause the movie because I got so excited that we were walking and talking. When MJ gets in that, in that cabin and says, you have changed. She's right. It's true. She has. But she also says, I mean. Because they he can wants, walk and talk now. Yeah, well, Pete wants to start where they left off. Pick up. To which she says, you can't get off if you never got on, Peter. Ouch. I love that line. <laughs> it's Ouch. so suggestive. It uh. is extremely suggestive. You, you know what line I like? Yep. Quote, I'm not an empty seat anymore. I'm different. Punch me, I bleed. Punch me, I bleed. <laughs> Who wrote this? I don't know. The Peter MJ scenes are so They're bad. Not great. Spider Man bled beforehand, right? Like he that was something that he did. He bled. We're gonna watch him bleed. He bled in the first movie for sure, and we're gonna watch him bleed in just uh, just a bit. He's he gonna bleed again. And to be honest, if I'm like one of Peter's friends or family members, I'm starting to think that Peter has a drug problem. Right? He's always disappearing. That's He's true. always acting a little. I would yeah. question it. Yeah, I'm sure. I would be like, yeah, but what's no one of this doing? movie does because they're terrible people, and they're all yeah. thinking about just. 
Just number just, one. Just themselves. Yeah. That's it. Garbage Man shows up at the Bugle. Sure does. With Spider-Man's suit. Yeah, Pete threw that bad boy out. Right it's a really cool shot when he throws it out, too, because you it see is. it and he walks away into the shadows. It's awesome. Pete is usually very good about making sure his trash is all the way in the trash can and puts the lid back on. This time, let's just let that Spider-Man suit hang all the way Who out. Who cares? Who cares? Done. Trash Man brings it to Jameson. Yes. Yeah. Who would? Else, who else would you bring it to? This guy's obsessed. Of course. I'll give you 50 bucks for it. I can get more than that on eBay. Probably good. This is a 40-year-old version, though. There's no eBay store in, in this uh, movie. That's true. In Spider-Man 1, actually, this the costumes were stolen. And Sony put out a release, like, if you have any information, we'll give you $25,000. So then experts estimated the value of the stolen suits at around 50 k So he could definitely get more than 100 bucks on eBay. I wonder who stole those suits. I do, too. They did actually find them. Did they? Yeah. Well, there you go. Back so, J.K. J.K. Simmons? I thought it J.K. Rowling? No. Nope. Almost? No. J- J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she would not oh. have them. Crazy Violin Lady shows up again. Sure does. Where are you, Spider-Man? Where yeah. are you, Spider-Man? Oh, no. and, and James Duff's black dude, Robbie Robinson. He's yeah. all sad. He is all sad. Because he knows. Spider-Man's gone. He what's, knows. what's going on here? He's a hero to him. He's a hero to everybody. Yeah. Extended scene. Oh, no. Again? Yep. We get J. Jonah Jameson jumping around his office wearing the Spider-Man uniform. Uh, why did we not get that? I've seen still images of that. I it's, didn't know that was a real thing. Yep. It is in the movie in Spider-Man 2.1. And it's... It's weird because this whole time, Jameson is like, I don't like him. He's a menace to society. And now he's jumping around pretending to be him. And it all feels a little too... And I want to say it's Amazing Spider-Man 11, issue 11. After Spider-Man defeat, might have been Doc Ock for the second time. Jameson, the reason why he's upset with Spider-Man is because he wants to be Spider-Man. Hmm. Oh. How Jameson's all about money, 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 which ironically Peter Parker is too in the other comics. But he says, Spider-Man's everything I'm not, and that makes me jealous. Wow. Oh. So there you go. There's some depth to that character. There is a lot of depth to that character. And of course, the end of it when he finds out it's all good. Pete's just walking around the streets of New York just in his glasses, watching people get beat up and not doing anything about it. Totally That's being fine. a regular guy. Yeah, he goes, cool. him and Aunt May are going to go visit Uncle Ben. Yep. Must be the anniversary of his death. I kind of hint at earlier in the movie but it's like it's coming up but yeah i would assume that's what it is two years since he died and then we get probably the heaviest scene of the movie definitely i would say definitely the heaviest scene pete decides to tell aunt may the truth yeah, about what happened she, at the graveyard she says it's all her fault yeah and and pete's not having that no and i really like this a lot because this is like your first i mean pete's definitely in a different place headwise at this yeah. point oh yeah but now he's unburdened right yes. and he Desperately needed that. Absolutely. Needed something to come off of that back. Some kind of release, yeah. yeah. Tells a little story. Don't know why the police didn't tell the whole story. Right. After you they found think. her. You'd think. But, I mean, these cops are covering corpses outside the building, as we saw earlier with it's Rosie, true. so it doesn't they're, matter. They're and we see later the NYPD apparently is not doing very well this time around. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, they're probably not doing too well. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like like Tubes and Goobs is trying to cry here. But nothing's coming. It's like he's a dry well. Yeah. He's Which attempting me, to act. Yeah. It makes me think that either A, he's not capable of crying. But right. we saw in the first one he is. Or B, that he's not sincere about apologizing for this. And there's not a lot to back up that he's not sincere about it. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. There's just a couple ways to look at it. It could just be tubes and goobs or maybe not there's doing his just, best. Maybe it's just the relief of finally getting out that there's there's more relief than there is. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's a weird... It's a little odd too that Aunt May, because all right, so so Peter says uh, Uncle Ben was killed that night for being the only one who did the right thing. Right. Opens up, explains his role in it. 
She pulls her hand away. She goes upstairs. She closes the door. She's visibly upset because her 17-year-old nephew or yeah. whatever didn't the hell he library. is Wanted didn't, to buy a stop car to impress MJ. didn't stop a mugger? Correct. I mean, 17 years old, not stopping a mugger. Yeah. MJ should have been like, hey, hey, whatever, dude, you're, you're a child. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I wouldn't there's, say it's okay. There's also the weight of finding but, that out in that moment. And earlier yeah. in the movie, Aunt May says, if I were to face the one responsible. Yeah. You know, it's. Understandable. But as far as she knows, Peter at this time is not a, a spider man or, or really a spider boy, more appropriately in this situation. Or does she know? It's unknown, but I feel like she kind of knows. She knows that the Spider-Man has a very similar voice to her nephew. I, again, I don't yeah. think. <laughs> yeah. I think in Spider-Man 3 kind of blows that out of the water, doesn't it? Doesn't she find out in Spider-Man 3? Or No. Doesn't she say in Spider-Man 3 that she's known for a long time? Maybe. No, I can't remember, actually. I, I can't remember There's Spider-Man a lot 3. about that movie that I yeah. choose not to remember. So. Let me Google it. Boop, 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 boop. It's not showing up. Weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, I, I feel a like, fact that's checkable. I, I feel like Aunt May, maybe a, a bad opinion, I feel like Aunt May overreacted just a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I don't think she did. But there's also... I think, that, I think it was the weight of the situation. What's yeah. happening here is... She just needed her space to digest. She's like, gotta go. Gotta think about this. Yeah. And by the way, stupid question. What is Peter Parker to Aunt May? A nephew? I would assume nephew. Okay. What with Aunt being her. Yeah. I I mean, obviously nephew, but I don't know if it's a great nephew or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, why is she so old? She's very old. She's very old. She's pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rosemary Tomei is not. Rosemary Harris. You're great. Saint Rosemary Harris. You're great. This is not a condemnation of your age. No, you're terrific. No, she's She's only 70, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Marissa Tomei, also a saint, by the way. Marissa Tomei is... Yeah. Doc Ock continues to rebuild. Yep. Harry's trying to find Spider-Man using newspaper clippings, because we know how that always works for everyone. That's how you search. Sure is. I mean, Google exists, but you know what? No. What else exists? What else? Sassy butlers. Sassy. (laughs) Do you know how we discussed in Spider-Man 1 how Bill Pullman was almost cast as Norman Osborn? Barely. This is Bill Pullman's father. Making his second appearance what? in the franchise. Wow. What? Yes. That is John Pullman. Okay. He sasses the shit out He's of Harry. so sassy. Your father only obsessed about his work. Which he didn't. <laughs> which he didn't. Swing so. and miss there, buddy. Swing and miss. Bad butler work right there. Alfred would be ashamed. I would agree. Right? Well, but Alfred, in a Alfred's, universe entirely. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. This guy knows what he's doing, Tom. I he, don't think he does. Well, he clearly hasn't dusted his uh, secret lair for a while, but we'll get into that later. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's very true. But Doc Ock is going to come there. Yeah. He wants his, the tritium. His fusion thing is done, though. All he needs is the tritium. Sure does. Uh, Harry makes deal with him. Hey, you get me Spider-Man. His entrance is a lot like the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. With the water shaking? Water shaking and the noise. <laughs> so good. It's like something's coming. It's a whiskey shake on this one. It is a whiskey shake. He catches that perfectly. Brings with, with flow. Oh, so cool. It's the flow arm. Yeah, it's real cool. So good. Flo is the arm that adjusts his glasses and, and feeds him drinks. I can't believe they named all these things. And they actually, I actually have, like, think personality. It was, it was Alfred Molina who actually named the different arms. He's the coolest. He's the absolute coolest. One of the arms is named Harry, and I find that interesting. Why? Well, because Harry is a character. He's a character in the movie? Yeah. Alfred Molina probably didn't see the first one. I'd imagine he's too highbrow. Yeah, that makes sense. So Franco calls the large man in front of him with four death claws a hack. Yeah, you shouldn't do As that. You do. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> It's a bold move. You know what? Bourbon will do that to a man yeah. now. Yeah. But, but at the same time, Doc, uh, Harry tells him to kill Spider-Man. And he says, wait, nope. Don't kill Just him. bring him to me. Bring him to me. Bring him to me. How do I find him? Oh, Peter Parker takes pictures of him. Also, don't hurt Peter. Don't hurt Peter was- an extraordinarily dangerous man out to him. Yep. Don't hurt Peter was an afterthought at best. 
yeah. at, at the absolute best. And it's not like Doc Ock doesn't know who Peter Parker is. Right. Because they're buds. Right. Brilliant and lazy. I know I introduced you to the guy. Find him. He knows where, where Spider-Man is. Yeah. Very small community here in the city of New York. Yeah. Well, sure everybody is. knows small town New York. Oh, yeah. That, that's what they say. It's, yeah. uh, it's a little place. It's a they little call, apple. They call it the tiny apple. The t- yeah. yeah. The tiny The crab apple. They that's exactly. Call it. The crab apple. Yeah. The city so. where you got to keep it down because everyone's sleeping. Exactly. Oh, so much sleeping <laughs> keep going Keep it on. down. Yeah. Hey. We get a little scene from Spider-Man 1 Splice in here. We sure do. <laughs> Wait, do we really? Yeah, we get a fire. No. It's... That's from the same movie? No. Nope. Okay, But we get another fire. Building I actually, fire. I actually wrote down, oh, they're using the old drag Spidey out by causing a fire gag. Yeah. Oh. Turns out, nope, real fire. Real fire. Yeah. yeah. However, not a real fire like in the first one. This was a set? This was a set. Like which, meant, no... which meant they got to use more fire. They used a lot of fire or no fire at all. Uh, no, it was all real fire. Was it really? Yep. Really? Peter Parker slash Tubes and Goobs may not have sweat glands then. Because he is handling this like a champ. Like a champ. Yeah. Finally, yeah, there's nothing. Well done. Did you see the newspaper before he jumped in? No. Uh, it said, crime up 75%, which is not a ringing endorsement of the New York Police Department. No, sure isn't. That is, yeah. That Spider-Man Especially, was handling 75% of the crime? That's that impressive. is yeah. irresponsible from a local government perspective. No, but oh, for what it's worth is we rarely see the cops doing anything in these movies. Where it was actually like striking in Superman, the cops did things. Yeah, that's true. They yeah. copped. No, these cops don't cop. These are not coppers. Oh, and no. even when the cops do cop, they don't cop well. No, no. they're not copping very well at all. No. They just got to get the cop out yep. of there sometimes. There's sometimes. a there's a man outside who Pete decides to ask, hey, anyone in there? He says, yep, second floor. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how he knew that. Yeah. <laughs> right. no, I, I left that kid behind. <laughs> so Pete runs up there. He saves the kid. Yeah, he grabs a doorknob that for sure would be like a thousand degrees. At least. It's a home alone moment. Oh, yeah. He's going to have an, yeah. an M for McAllister just burned on that hand. Oh, for sure. He's got no powers right now. Correct. But he makes that leap, holding a kid, holds onto the ledge of a burning building with one hand, barely by his fingertips. Yeah. Does the kid pull him up? Uh, it is assumed it that the kid, a lot like kind the of, kid is kind of jokingly helped, maybe. Okay. I All think right. it shows that anybody can be a superhero. Aw. 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 I just got Aww. diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> from the sweetness? Yeah. <laughs> but, so he saves the kid. Yeah, yeah. but he, he didn't save everyone. Nope. There was somebody on the fourth floor that he didn't even know about, so how could he be rescued them? Yeah, Spider-Sense, not working. Even if he was Spider-Man, how could he rescue that person? He didn't know they were there. I had no idea. So, oh well. Then we get the weirdest scene of the movie. I don't get this scene. So Ursula comes in, doesn't knock. No, nope. May style. She totally Then she leaves it. and then knocks. Which, Endearing. good for her. I Cute. guess. Good for her. It's yeah. adorable. Adorable. It's adorable. I because agree. she's adorable. I'm an she, Ursula fan. Yeah, I think we all are. I think it's understood we all are. She yeah. knocks on the door, comes back in. Do you want some cake? Chocolate cake. First problem. The cake they eat is not chocolate. Nope. No. Nope, it's not. It's a yellow cake with chocolate frosting. Yeah, and then she asks if oh, want a milk. Milk? Yeah. And milk? And then that's a little flirty. It's all flirty. Everything about this is flirty. Ursula clearly likes Peter Parker. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, she wants- Without yeah. any semblance of knowledge that Peter Parker was actually Spider-Man. She just likes Peter. She likes Correct. Pete. Yeah, she's got- The downtrodden lines. kid who doesn't pay his rent. Yeah. She's got a thing for him. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, exactly it. It's cute. It's adorable. You think it's going somewhere. But why does this scene exist? No, no reason no. Because for it. we cut to Pete not eating chocolate cake. Well, he eats a cake yeah. that's not a chocolate cake. Right. And then Ursula just takes the plate. Takes the plate. And she on, fucks her off. Way, on her way out, she's like, oh, I have, think I have a message for you? I have you? a message for you. Yeah. Prior to that, she finishes her cake, I guess, before Peter. I don't so think she had cake. I think she just watched him eat cake. She was just watching him eat she cake. She still had a piece, a little piece of cake because look at her. She didn't finish that slice of cake. No. Oh, a lot of things she can't bother. eat. Kid doesn't pay the rent. Yeah. <laughs> a lot oh of things bother God, me about why this. Why does this scene exist? Does it need to be here? 
at all. Do we know? Do we have any insight? Like any like? Apparently, I, there's a deleted scene that she's in later in the movie, but I don't know the context or content of it at all. Like, but apparently, she makes another. Maybe it's foreshadowing that Pete can have his cake and eat it too. I don't know. Oh wow! We, I just we know what if that's the case. We need John Favreau to write the scene. Yeah. yeah. We need something heavy-handed. Favreau, wherefore out there? This thou? is ridiculous. Uh, there's, I can't see a reason for this. And even in the extended cut, they kept this in. What's the point? Why? Oh, Unless geez. they were trying to like build a romantic storyline between Peter and Ursula, which I would I think that's the assumed thing is that they left it open just in case. Maybe Ursula Spider-Man was 3, supposed maybe? to barge in when Mary Jane comes in later and then it gets upset and becomes a villain of some sort. I don't know. You got and me. Listeners. Let us know what Ursula is up to. Please let us know what any of this is about. Write it on a chocolate cake. Send us a chocolate cake. That'd be great. We want a chocolate cake. Yeah. Or yellow cake with chocolate frosting. Sure. That's fine too. Any kind of cake. Send us Send a cake with Ursula's purpose. These people need <laughs> cakes. Send them. I need an Ursula's purpose cake. Preferably not urinal ones. Correct. Yeah. You had to put that out there. Pete ends up going to see Aunt May. She's moving. She's moving. Bank's taking the house. Sure. She's got two weeks, but fuck wanna, it. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I don't want to drill holes. We meet Henry Jackson, who's a nothing. Henry he's, Jackson. He's a little boy. Who's apparently a neighbor. Sure is. Oh. A neighbor. This you know entire we... scene just hints that Aunt May knows that Peter's Spider-Man. Everything I, the about The whole it, time I was like, everything she about knows. it. She, has she knows. To know. yeah. She has to know. This whole scene. She says that there's too few characters like that flying around. She hints at a larger world again. Yep. We talked about this in the first Spider-Man. She hints at Superman. She says you're not Superman. You're not Superman. Is she talking about Superman again? <laughs> she's got to be talking but about the comic book. But she's talking about in book. the world now. She's talking about the comic but book. But here, she's talking about in the world. The world that they live in. And they made a hint at Doctor Strange earlier. The name's taken. Doctor Where Strange is in universe. We? That makes sense. Yes. But there's too few characters like that flying around. Who are we talking about here? Maybe astronauts. I don't know. That's a bad Astronauts? Iron Man? Iron Man's the only one who really flies in that group. Oh, he's so good, too. He's great. Vision kind of floats. Vision, yeah. He's a float man. He's, he's a floater. He's not so much a flyer. I mean, there are other flyers. Yeah, but this was just interesting Human Torch. He flies. She talks about, okay, that actually makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. It may have to stop hinting at other universes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Superman thing, especially because Peter had just asked, where are my comic books? Yeah. Which had no reason to be there, that nope. line. Nope. So. And she said, oh, I gave those away. And there's nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. I thought there. that was going to go somewhere, and it yep. didn't. It may's big believer that there's a hero in all of us. That keeps us honest. It keeps us noble. Aunt May knows this is Aunt May has to know. Wait, finish the rest of the quote. It allows us to die with pride. What the fuck? (laughs) I don't know what that means. That's heavy. Jeez, Louise. That is heavy. Back it up a little bit. Uh, By the way, it would have been a lot cooler if the kid that was helping out was Miles Miles? Morales. Yeah, Yeah. it would have been a lot cooler. I was actually hoping the kid getting beat up in the alley was going to be like a Miles type thing. I don't think it was a kid. I think it was supposed to be the garbage man that brought the suit to Jameson. I thought it was like a student. I thought I saw a backpack. I don't know. I, I thought it was James Franco, but that was just my imagination. <laughs> it was, was just wishes, my hopes and wishful dreams. thinking, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I'm sorry. My apologies to James Franco. Yeah, but either way, we get reintroduced to our favorite character in the movie, Danny fucking Elfman. Sure. On the rooftop as Peter's trying to rediscover these powers. Yeah. It's the longest running rooftop scene of all time. Yeah. This is he's chariots of fucking fire here. This takes quite a face. Oh, I wrote down in my notes, quote, looks like Miss Piggy's orgasm face. (laughs) (laughs) Her oink face. (laughs) Oh, wow. Which is getting a little bit of that bacon. Oh, man. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, Pete's going to jump off this roof and he's going to be like, I'm back. Oh, shit. I'm not back. He ends up catching all these clotheslines. He lands on two cars and then falls. And then he gets up and says, my back. My back. Which is funny because his back was hurting when he was doing contract renegotiations. I don't like it because that's like a general grievous thing from Star Wars where it's like an inside joke. 
General Grievous, they based the character off of someone on set who had a wheeze. Oh, okay. Really? We didn't care then. We don't care now. Right. It's not really inside. It just happened already to be in the script. Well, there you have it. So it doesn't matter. This was stupid. He shouldn't have survived this fall. If no, he doesn't he have his mojo back, he should have. be a dead Spider-Man. dead he should Spider-Man. be a dead boy. Yep. A dead tubes magoobs. That's exactly it. He jumps. He eats it. Should definitely kill him. Yep. And then MJ's opened up wedding invitations. I came back. People that are invited. Aunt yep. Ida, I guess, is a person. Uh, sure. That's the name I wrote down. Doesn't matter. Nope. John's all like, why aren't you inviting your buddy Peter? She just says, he's a jerk. Yeah, but then he says the world's full of jerks. Yeah. John Jameson's a good dude. He is. He's he a is. really good dude. And you want to know how- He's a good man. I agree. He could yeah. he could possibly one day be a wolf man. I'd agree. Possibly. Uh-huh. Maybe. Universe building. Does he become a wolf man? He sure does. Yep. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So then MJ's all like, hold on, I got to kiss you upside down for a sec. Yeah, because she's a real fucking dick. She yeah. is. MJ starts her suck slide here, where she is just going to be terrible. She's the rest of this movie and just continuing onward. MJ's the worst. And this guy's like, I'm back on the moon, which is a lame line. But not a we reason know. to break up We assume guy. it's going to be a lame line no matter what it is before it's even set. <laughs> yeah. But she's not feeling MJ. it. She, he up, he doesn't upside down kiss good enough, apparently. Yeah. Which, at this point, I think she's trying to figure out whether or not Peter Parker and Spider-Man is the same person. I, I think she's had a, I think she has a hunch. I think she point. has an inkling also. Yeah. And we find that out because the next scene, they meet again. Yes. They in do. the cafe. And this cafe. And this I don't. I, I can't. I'm trying to be careful what I say about this. One of the few 360 degree sets on the Universal lot. Okay, it's a fun fact, I guess. Let's throw a car through it. Let's throw. But a car before that, it. MJ wants Peter to kiss her just to see. Right, just want to see a right These set up two kiss. Suck I don't know so much. Yeah, no, they're not because great. she's like, no, you're right. We should start over, and he's like, no, nah, actually, I think I should probably be Spider Man. They just it's ridiculous. They don't fucking line up ever. No, it kind of gets annoying more than it's anything. It's so irritating. And He's about to kiss she, her, or she's leaning in she's awkwardly like, to kiss her. Do you love me? And no. Doc kiss Ock. me? What? Yeah, Doc Ock's going to throw a car through that window, and it's sure. amazing. It's some kind of Saturn. Apparently, Raimi was really impressed with the, with the construction of it. Of the Saturn? Of the Saturn. Yeah, the, so is the rest Audi of the world. Fact. That's why they're, they're so prevalent. It's another Audi fact. Great. I think. Saturn placed that in there somewhere. Sure did. Yeah. Doc Ock decides he's going to take MJ. Yeah, sure. After he basically tries to kill the one person who has the information he needs. Throws him into a wall, and then the whole cafe falls on him? Yeah. Yeah. Let me throw a car at you, and then throw you into a wall. Definitely kill a normal man, or at least put him in a coma. Sure. He'd have to go to the hospital before he arranged to get Spider-Man to Doc Ock by three. Yeah, and then eventually just punches his way out of that sucker. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Also, he, he hulks out. He also threatens to peel the flesh off of MJ's bones, yeah. which I thought was... Yeah, that's aggressive. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a bit much. He could have just said, Pete... Otto, where's this buddy boy? Yeah, where's he hiding? Where is he? Come on, tell me. Come, Come on, on. we're no? friends. We're, we're like scientists together. By the way, bare chest Molina, good stuff. Oh, he's fully bare chest. Oh, he is. fully bare he's chest. Got, he's got that. Why not play his chest like the bongos in this? <laughs> Saying, I actually really like this part about it because the, the next scene we get Daily Bugle. Yeah, where. J. Jonah Jameson is talking about how he feels bad that he chased Spidey away. Right. He's like, he admits he's a hero. Yeah. While he's looking at the suit that he's pinned to his wall. Yeah. There's a line here about how they still can't find MJ. I feel like it's been, what, half a day? They're worried about her location already? Yeah, I wrote that down. Not even like half a day. I wouldn't like, even say half a day. No. It's like been a few minutes, hours and they're like, maybe. they're like, we don't know where Mary Jane is. It's like, how close tabs are you keeping on this girl that you're worried about her after, I don't know, an hour? And they have a newspaper come out like right after. So like in the span of 10, 15 minutes... She gets abducted. J. Jonas Jameson finds out, and they put a newspaper out. 15 minutes. It's pretty close to that, but yeah. it's because he's talking about, I mean, he's lamenting. He's like, I'm regretting 
everything, saying, yeah. I shouldn't have chased him away. He's a true hero. And then Spidey steals the suit. And he's a menace again. <laughs> and now he's a menace. Get me that Spider-Man. He's furious. He's the best character in these movies. J. Yeah. Jonah Jameson, ladies he's, and gentlemen. He's great. He's great. He puts out the newspaper article saying, Spidey's back. Spidey's back. This was super effective. Spider-Man was gone for a long chunk of this movie. Yes. That this is actually really effective when he comes back. Yeah. Where you start beating your chest saying, he's fucking back. Swinging back. through the streets. He's back. Full fucking Elfman. Oh, it's so much Danny fucking Elfman. It's great. And it leads to an iconic fight scene. Yeah. I think so. Sure does. Even though it makes so. no sense. I love it. It's great. You guys should see the extended cut of this fight scene. There's more? It's, it's brilliant. Is the train longer? Uh, sure. <laughs> the train part of the scene is longer. But the train thing is... It's Doc Ock and Spider life. fighting on a train. Yeah. Yeah. He, pick, he picks up commuters and starts throwing them at Spider-Man. Yep. This fight is... That's a weapon. ...really yeah. choreographed. I agree. Yeah. Completely agree. So well done. It's moving along so, so well freaking well. Also, wanted Stanley to play the conductor. Yeah. That would have been really good. That would have been fun. That's where I wanted my Stanley. That would have been That would have been good. If he couldn't be the guy who's like, hey, Spider-Man stole that guy's pizzas. Yeah. We saw Stanley slightly earlier. Yeah. Kind of brushed over it because it was kind of a throwaway. It was such a throwaway. Is debris falls. Debris falls. And he pulls someone out of the way. He's a hero. He did it in the first one too. You think he got snapped? Yes. This one? Yeah. Yes. He snapped. Probably. Yeah. I think probably. Do you think he's the same one as Spider-Man 1? As the first one? Yeah. No, that was an uptown Stanley. That's a downtown Stanley. Okay, that makes sense. You can tell by the way they walk. Uptown Stan. (laughs) He's been living in his uptown Stan. Oh, God. There it is. (laughs) Better. Oh. Ah. Yeah. This scene, this scene is great. This whole fight yeah. is amazing. I have one huge problem with it. What's that? One enormous problem that actually spreads out through the entire movie. The I'm... composer behind this scene is Christopher Young. That's his name. That's not Danny fucking Elf. That's not that's Danny not his, fucking That's not how you say his name. It's, his name is Danny fucking Elf. It's Christopher Young. Who's Christopher Young? Christopher Young is another composer. Elfman and Raimi had a huge falling out over this movie. Enormous. Why? Because Raimi was being unreasonable. With what? In several scenes. Basically, they had he had like a, a scratch track that he wanted Elfman to stick to. And, okay. you know, like, this is the vibe we want for this whole movie. And every time Danny Elfman tried to do something, Raimi was like, no, I want it to be more like Hellraiser. Specifically the scene where Doc Ock is unveiling the fusion reactor for the first time. Raimi was set on the music there being just like Hellraiser. And Elfman has actually been quoted as saying, I'd rather go back to waiting tables than do Spider-Man 2 again. Yikes. Ooh, huge falling out. Yikes. And uh, basically, Danny says that Sam wasn't even there anymore. This is like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. This guy was so uptight and so micromanaging that he was the most inattentive director he's ever worked with. Do you think that's because the studio had a grasp on him? Or I don't be- know. I don't know because there's a lot of Sam Raimi in this movie. There's a lot more than there was in the first one. Absolutely. That's why it's kind of weird. So... They wanted this one cue that was basically from Hellraiser. And Elfman was like, I can't get any closer. And I'm not going to imitate Christopher Young. Go fucking hire Christopher Young. <laughs> wow. So they hired Christopher Young. Famous last words. And Christopher oh, Young man. couldn't get close enough to Hellraiser 2. So what they did was they just licensed the music from Hellraiser and put it in that scene. it in? Yep. But they also, at the same time, had Christopher Young redo this train sequence. Wow. And they kept the one that he did because, for some reason, Raimi just didn't like the one Elfman did. It never got to the point yeah, for where some he reason. wanted to. Yeah, for some reason. So just this one scene. That's nonsense. And then there's also another scene in the movie that is done by a composer whose name uh, doesn't matter. It wasn't Elfman, and we didn't even know. We didn't, we didn't say Danny fucking Elfman in that scene, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Fuck it's him. a throwaway. But yeah, so 
Raimi disrespected the Elfman, and I don't know how to feel about this movie anymore. I'm conflicted. Mm. I, here's some other conflicts. Is there an elevated train in New York that yes. ends? No, no, no. no. That oh. ends abruptly right next to the river? No. Nope. I didn't think so. Nope. Nope. Welcome to Chicago. Yeah. That's what to say. That's exactly it. But uh, at the same time, I think this is just nuts because you have this entire train here. Doc Ock rips the control panel out. Yeah. Pretty much fucks everyone on the train. Yeah. Things going full speed towards the end of this rail. Tube Magoobs decides to put his legs on the track to stop yeah. this thing. Yeah. That's not going to work. Yeah. Well, then he gets sassed by a New Yorker. Sure does. You got any more bright ideas? The only guy who's going to fucking save you, you're right. sassing? That's yeah. the most New York thing. That is Such very New York. York. That's very you know, New York there's thing. some guy out there that's complaining about, oh, fuck, now I'm going to be late for my commute because of the spider dick. Just, Absolutely. Yeah. The spider dick. Absolutely. I love the spider suit tearing Yep. as oh, he's doing all this. Yep. It looks He uses awesome. the web, stops the train, which is possible based on the uh, proportional strength of a spider web. Really? They actually, somebody actually went and did like a study about it. And cool. Found out, yeah, that's possible. A little heavy-handed. Kind of stops the train by becoming like Jesus. Throwing it out there. I mean, he kind of becomes Jesus after he stops the train. Right? He's, he's doing the whole cross pose yeah. and everything. And I, I just wish I had the subtlety of Iron Man. That's all. How did he lose the mask? He, I, I missed it. At one point, I guess there's something sparked and it like burnt part of the mask, which yes. magically became unburnt later. But yeah, he just takes the mask off on top of the train. A lot, and of, then, lot of unmasking going on here. A lot. What? It's an, it happens an annoying in like amount of unmasking. Four scenes in a row. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't he just shoot the wheels? Oh, now you're smarter than Spider-Man. I'm just saying, I, I, I'm not Spider. I'm not smarter than Spider-Man. I might be a little bit smarter than Peter Parker. The train passengers carry him through before he falls off the front of the train, and yeah, they carry him like Jesus. Yeah, and then everyone's staring at him. Oh, Jesus, he's just a kid. Yeah, and then the kids give him the mask back that go there. Uh, Tubes McGoobs, half brothers. Really? Yep. Really? Their names are Weston and Joe Paul. Okay. Oh, that's cute. And uh, those are his half brothers. Yeah. Just the third. They find the mask. Don't care. Somehow. Yeah. Wow. He took it off on the top of the train. Yeah. And then it way lands back. The... Yeah. And they found it. And they said they won't tell anybody, but they're liars. They're going to tell Obviously, everyone. you're going to tell everybody. They're going to go to school. And here's Otto. And who stands in front of him? Every New Yorker in the world. Joey fucking Diaz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just. What a cameo. But it's one of those things, again, where you have, like, oh, you want to get to him, you got to throw us. It's like the same thing as the first one of, like, oh, you messed with one of us, oh, you messed with all of us. Here's New York. We're showing up in Chicago. Yeah, and then he just says, oh, Dr. Octavius, no He's problem. Like, you got it. And just spreads him out. No yeah. problem. <laughs> Pretty great. I'll be taking this. Pretty yep. great. Brings him to Harry. Yeah, lays him down on that, I'm going to call it deathbed. It's the deathbed. <laughs> that's where that's where the, the Norman Osborn was. Lying dead. Yeah. Harry gets the tritium from his safe because that's where he keeps it. In his bedroom. His In the bedroom. safe that only requires like one small turn. One one turn. If you, if yeah. the, the combination of the safe is Five. four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then he uh, has a dagger on his desk. He's got a dagger. And he's going to walk over to Spider-Man and he unmasks him. It's Pete. He drops Pete, the said and he dagger. What I can only assume is what James Franco thinks is acting. Yeah. No, it's, he, was, where he, he falls back and. Tommy Wiseauing it all over the place. Oh, yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. I actually took it as him kind of trying to do a little Willem Dafoe here. Yeah. I kind of took it as that of, I'm going to go a little bit over the top on this, but still. Peter, you killed my father. Prepare to die. There are bigger things happening here. I really like that line. I really like that line. He just as easily could have said, yeah, your dad was the goblin. He tried to kill me. I moved out of the way. Could have. He killed himself. Didn't. Could have. I'll talk later. I got to find MJ. He also asked where uh, uh, MJ is. Where's Mary Jane? Yeah. Where is she? (laughs) How does Harry know? 
I don't know. No Good question. There's a lot of Harry lot of, didn't even know that Otto yeah, took yeah. her. So yeah, no. Why would he know? A lot of unanswered stuff. How does Harry not? How does Harry know where Otto is? How does Harry know that this is actually Spider-Man and, and that Doc Ock doesn't dress up Peter Parker? Well, he does kind of burst out of those chains. That he we're does. Yeah, that was a bad kind of sure does giveaway. Yeah, yeah no, he definitely giveaway. does that. He could have just been, hey, he kidnapped me. I'm not really Spider-Man. Help me. Yeah, well, doesn't slaps that mask on again. He's gonna go to. Just a random peer random happens peer. to be oh, Doc Ock is there. The right one. <laughs> and it wouldn't be a Spider-Man movie if we didn't get a cold, wet Mary Jane. This gave me a lot of fond memories of being 17-year-old Dave. A lot of fond, creepy, creepy memories. Yep. Oh, boy. Creepy, yeah. creepy. Elizabeth style. Otto's doing fusion. <laughs> oh, boy. You got me. You got oh, me. Oh, boy. Otto's doing fusion. Sure is. It's working. It's, it's not working. It's not working again. It's nope. part two of it not working. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about magnets again. <laughs> How do they work? <laughs> how do they work? Yeah, so he fights Doc Ock. Spidey shows up. Yeah. How? Okay. So, how is every bit of metal in the city is getting pulled towards this thing? Yeah. What are Doc Ock's arms made of? They're not magnetic, and they referenced that in the Early. scene where he unveils them. Okay. Yeah. I was super concerned here, because I'm like, I just, I... I had the same thought the first watch through, and then the second time I realized that he said, and they're non-magnetic in the okay. unveiling scene, so... Well, that's lucky. Lucky for them. Either way, he's going to get all sorts of fucked up here. Doc oh, Ock yeah. Is. Pete is going to take off his mask again. Because why not? Because yeah. that's what we're doing now. We're just well, unmasking in front of everybody. He's trying to appeal to Doc Ock as, as a human. As a human. As you want to use as your as intelli- intelligence Otto as a gift. Octavius. For good. For good. With great intelligence comes great responsibility, power, and thereby responsibility. Exactly. Or whatever. So Doc Ock is going to come around. He is. He's the best. He's so good. He really yeah. is the best. He is. And he says, we got to drown it. He's a brilliant at Belize. Ha ha. So they're going to drown the yeah. fusion reactor. Spidey wins, but with words. Sure does. Yeah. The power of quotes in these movies. Unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, MJ is going to see a unmasked Spider-Man. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I'm not mad at you anymore. Immediately. And then the movie ends seven times. <laughs> I, I wrote down, what is this fucking Lord of the Rings? Oh. <laughs> But besides, before but yeah, even that, I will not die a monster, which is a great line. It's Good a great line. line, and you see yeah. him all dead in the water. It's yeah. that's amazing. And he I still absolutely love that. Sort of dies a monster still. Let's be honest. Uh, I mean, he's got robot bit. arms attached to his back. He's kind of a monster. Yeah, still. and the whole yeah. time that that's happening, Peter's holding a giant structure over Mary Jane. He says, "They say hi, like Superman." Hi, hi. This is really heavy. <laughs> Why does she fucking move? Right? I, I think know. he's trying to hint, like, "Hey, hey, get the hey, fuck out go, of here, go." Go. <laughs> but like, she also just found out he's Spider-Man, so he doesn't want to be like, fucking go. Yeah. And then Pete grabs MJ and they swing away. No idea what he webbed to. Nope. They're no. really high up. Re- yeah. I don't know. To I a, don't know. To a seagull or something. Yep. Yeah. And then Pete's <laughs> going to catch MJ in his web. <laughs> Literally. Wow. Literally. What a pose. Do you think he like sat there and strung it together in front of her? Or do you think it was just like, bleh, just shot that bad boy out there? And I think he probably just bleh. This is at a crazy angle. How sticky is this web oh, that man. they're able to just comfortably rest in it? There's a lot of sexy poses that come up in this I think scene. Elevator Guy was onto something. He should make hammocks. Probably should. Yeah. yeah. The Hammock King of yeah. Chicago. The Hammock King of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can go to the Hammocks District. There's a part that bothered me here. When when Pete's holding up the wall and, and MJ's like, when you said, or when he said what I said earlier, she's like, you love me? It's like, let the man finish a thought. She's all yep. about. It's all MJ. All the time. <laughs> come on. And she's like, I think I knew. I think I always knew. Bet you didn't. But yet. But you kind of Here comes John Jameson. I'm going to go reunite with you. Right. Peter literally lets her down easy. He does. Wow. Yeah. It's nice. What a touch. Wow. Yeah. 
What a touch. Stays unmasked. Again, still unmasked. It's annoying how often this is happening at this point. Why was John Jameson with the cops? I don't know, but John Jameson can jump a goddamn mile. He He jumped onto that boat from the pier. Amazing. So good. What an athlete. Well, part wolf. Fair. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. We go back to Harry's. He's trying to figure out his life, and a random door opens that gets his, I guess, snaps him out of whatever he's in. I didn't understand that. I didn't. I don't remember the door. You didn't hear the creak, and they showed a door clearly opening up in the background. Well, haunted. Ghost Dad. So haunted. Ghost Dad strikes again. Oh, Ghost Dad is here. We hear the goblin laugh. (laughs) We (laughs) get to see Willem fucking Defoe. Back in the fucking mirror. Back in the mirror. (laughs) Uh, Interesting story. Bitches. This cameo all kind of happened by happenstance. He just happened to be in New York, saw them filming. Stopped by. They they played a little prank on um on Alfred Molina where they're like, we brought somebody in to show you how we want you to play Doc Ock. And they had Willem Dafoe in the full arm thing in one of the scenes, reading from like a cue card, doing his scene. It was really funny. It's in the it's in the extras on the DVD That's awesome. or whatever. That's, That's so cool. And That's uh, but then since he was there, they're like, hey, do you want to do this scene? He obviously said yeah. He's like, but oh, why the hell wouldn't he? You want me to Willem Dafoe all over the screen? Gladly. And then he did. This yep. Dude and mirrors. And he starts talking to Harry about. How weak he is? Yeah. That's a good pep talk. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've how else one. do you... Yeah. And he says, avenge me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he says no, because he's a bad son. Yeah. And he decides to but Pete... just break that mirror. Yeah. And he breaks that mirror. Yeah. He throws and that dagger through it. Stone Cold did not come out, which was very disappointing after yeah. hearing the glass break. Da-da, da-da, da-da. I, was, I was ready for it. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Throw me a beer. Oh, he came out somewhere. He came out somewhere. He, he was, was probably he was miles somewhere. away. Miles away. Oh, but he came out and he was stunning somebody. Yeah, we get to see... Uh, hell yeah. Oh, hell he yeah. He finds, I guess, Norman Osborn's lair of sorts. Lair. It's yeah. very dusty, very webby. A lot of spider webs. A lot of spider webs in there. Mm. It's almost like there's a legacy like of spiders. two years. I don't know. That's dope. But at like, same yeah. time, sees the goblin mask. Sees the pumpkin bombs. The Pokeballs of Doom. Pop- Just Pokeballs very of Doom. neatly on rows. Yeah. So many bombs. There's a lot of bombs. Norman Osborn, if nothing, was a very organized man. I would agree. So Obsessed about nothing but his work. Actually, I guess, mm-hmm. in retrospect, all those bombs are hanging out next to that thing of Trillium that can explode the city? It's on the other side of the room. Big room. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And it's safe. That's, that requires a little turn. That's yeah, safe enough. You, ha- you have to know the combination. Yep. Four. See the glider? Get a giant-ass wink, pretty yeah. much, to Ding. the entire movie? It's Yeah, it's there. And then the movie ends. Nope. What no. Nope. MJ's wedding. Fuck! Goddamn, like, <laughs> Superman. Keep we'll get the, going on. the Here Comes the Bride music even before. Why isn't the Maid of Honor out there already when the Here Comes oh, the Bride music know. starts? I don't That's know. Weird. That's weird. Anyway, she's running. Yep, running through a park. John yeah. Jameson, sweetheart that he is, gets stood up. To which J. Jones Jameson. Yes. <laughs> Call Deborah. The caterer? Tell her not to open the caviar. <laughs> so <laughs> great line. By the way, did you see what tie uh, Harry was wearing? No. A green bow tie. Oh. Huh. Wink! Wink! <laughs> Ding. <laughs> if only we had the subtlety of John Favreau and that masterpiece. This scene was actually directed by John Favreau. Just that part, just that one shot, because really? they weren't sure how to set it up. He I, said, "I got it. Yeah, I got it. I, I knew I liked it. Oh, yeah. I know what to do. Yeah, put a green tie on him. That's it. So then the movie ends. Nope. Ah, they uh, go to Pete's apartment. Pete's just in there doing whatever Pete does alone, staring at the wall. Apparently, yeah. Uh, MJ's in her wedding dress because it's stupid and. Well, she's talking, and they understand. They briefly make out, and then he hears the sirens off in the distance. She says, go get him, Tiger. This is never going to be an issue again, according to this movie. Go get him, Tiger is a good line. That is fine. That's a good way to end the movie. Totally fine. Movie ends. Yep. That's Spider-Man 2. We get get an ending shot with Danny fucking Elfman and Spider-Man swinging through the streets, and it's all all is well. Yeah. And we get the credits with Dashboard Confessional singing Vindicated. Yep. And then it goes right into the boobs. Oh, that's what I call Michael Buble. Oh, boobs was in this? 
I didn't watch that. I would say he survived. He, he sang, uh, sang Spider Man. Really? The theme song in the end credits. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, you didn't get that far? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. It's the boobs. He's so oh, God, good. God, he's so good at everything. This podcast, very pro boobla. We love the, the boobs. He's oh, the yeah. best. Oh, yeah. His Christmas album? You know, let's Terrific. Just, let's just do it. Let's put it on. Let's do a podcast about his Christmas album. This movie has a lot of fucking holes. There, there's holes. And I love it. Uh, it's such a good movie. It's, it's it holds uh, up. It's still probably my favorite superhero. It movie. holds up. It's it just resonated with me so much as a teenager, and even now, uh, even now, I just watching Peter Parker get shat on in his day to day life. That really resonates with me still as thirty one year old Dave. That makes sense. Yeah, that uh, checks out. It really checks out. I mean, falling over, losing your superpowers. This is also if Peter Parker becoming Spider Man is an analogy for going through puberty. This is an analogy for going through adulthood, right? You, yeah. You, you need to balance a lot of different things. Your body starts shutting down on you. Um, <laughs> you know, the city starts blowing up around you. It, this is really an analogy for yeah. just becoming an adult. Your best friend slaps you twice at a party. Yeah, while he's drunk and, and you're failing everything that you're the trying girl to do Girl, your dreams life. gets married but then doesn't, but then does, but then doesn't. Yeah. I mean, your adoptive mother needs to move away because she's too poor. This is really... this. Yeah. This is an allegory. I think everybody can relate to every part of this movie. Really? Yeah. Sometimes you can't swing through the through the, the webs anymore. No. You know, you, one one day you're swinging high and the next you're falling pretty fast because you can't shoot out of your wrists anymore. No, it's true. Like normal people. Yeah. Yeah. Scientifically holds up. It doesn't. What doesn't hold up? So, I discovered a new website. Ooh, oh, a new website. no. <laughs> it is internet? called moviemistakes.com oh no so take hey. these for what they're worth oh. what mistakes I don't trust what the mistakes did it's Pete identified that there rent? are 31 mistakes within this movie did Pete ever and that is off of a random post on slash.org don't know what that is doesn't matter but it led me down this hole one of the factual errors that comes up is that during the entire fusion process uh, like the fusion thing the first experiment they do Doc Ock's the only one wearing goggles all the other people behind them completely fucked oh they're wow. all they're, they're all blind. going daredevil style oh yeah. <laughs> they're all getting superpowers oh, there's so many more superheroes it's in the city after ridiculous that, how yeah no new york's they're all moving to hell's kitchen and yeah. learning law it's not great the other thing that really popped up is that what? dr octavius says that fusion relies on tritium and that's only 25 pounds in the world no. not true no. according to the internet but there's a site epa.gov yeah. No. That says that it's actually used in self-luminescent devices, such as exit signs of buildings, aircraft dials, gauges, luminous paints, and wristwatches. Tritium is also used in life science research and in studies investigating the safety of potential new drugs. Also, there's a, there's a large water. region of water near Antarctica, which is rich in tritium. Hmm. Huh. So there's a lot of it. So he could have just got There's the... a lot of it. <laughs> so, so Doc Ock could have just bought a lot of Timexes and used the Indiglo feature. Yeah. Or he could have gone to the Fortress of Solitude. Correct. Yeah. Hmm. Also in this movie, I didn't see it, and I read about it earlier. I still didn't see it, but that doesn't mean it's not there, is that in the scene where Peter saves a child from the burning building, right after he jumps over the floor opening, apparently the child stands up, and she's wearing knee pads under those pajamas. Neat. Oh. So. That's a prepared child. That yeah. is. You know what? Good on her. Always ready for fires. Yeah. yeah. Kid was like, I might have to jump in this fire. I swear, knee pads. Yeah. You, you know who wasn't prepared? The person on the, on the fourth floor. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Or they were too busy putting their knee pads on. They got stuck. And that's why you should always wear knee pads. Never don't wear knee pads. That's why I always wear knee pads. Yeah. You I'm never. Them right now. You never know. Otherwise, you're not. You're not wearing them right now. I'm wearing them right now. Good man. I know better. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, though, the science holds up, right? Other than that, though, uh, the science holds up. Okay. All right. <laughs> Completely good. But don't trust me on that. Oh no. 
there was a man who had issues with the science the first time around. Oh, are we talking about our good friend? We're talking about our good friend Roger Ebert. Oh. Who liked the first movie, just could not understand the science behind it. He could not suspend his disbelief. Mr. Ebert gave this four stars. Oh. And he said, now this is what a superhero movie should be. Spider-Man 2 believes in its story in the same way serious comic readers believe when the adventures on the page express their own dreams and wishes. It's not camp and it's not nostalgia. It's not wall-to-wall special effects and it's not pickled in angst. Mm, it's a lot of angst, actually. It's quite a bit of angst. Yeah. Maybe not pickled. I wouldn't say it's pickled. But at the same time, yeah, there's a lot of angst. I really like how he brought up the special effects because yeah. there are a lot of practical effects here. So many. It yeah. looks amazing. Seems like Mr. Ebert has, has come over. To the right side. Good. He got away from the science. Yeah. Because he gave Spider-Man one how many stars? I don't remember. I think it was three and a half, four. Doesn't matter. Okay. He liked it. He yeah. just didn't understand it. He's a man that becomes a spider. Man. Correct. Much. Yeah, man. Yeah. Come on, Roger. On a Rotten Tomatoes, top 64 superhero movies of all time. Where does this fall? Three. No. Uh, Twelve. No. Oh, He's, wait. Dave's I think, closer. I think we've discussed this, actually. Eleven. It did land in one of the sandwiches. It was the bread in one of the sandwiches. It was. It was the bread near Spider-Man, wasn't it? Nope, it was the bread in the Superman. This is number 18. Oh, really? What do you think it got percentage-wise? Rotten Tomatoes. Well, if it's an 18, it's lower than I want it to be. 85. 88. 93. Wow. Wow. So so the top 18 are all pretty well-rated. Yeah. This is highly regarded, and up until really the MCU got going, this was talked about as the The greatest superhero movie of all time absolutely it's really got everything and i kind of still agree with it i do too i think this is damn near perfect it's a very very good movie yeah if only they didn't fuck with the elf man yeah i didn't care for that i didn't care for that at all that really bugged me he almost quit movies because of this movie no yeah (sighs) i'm happy he got away from it yeah i really am he said it was almost enough to make him feel like he didn't want to do movies anymore wow shit man he comes back though right with uh sam raimi he does yeah. Oz the Great and Powerful. Sure does. That's starring? six years later, isn't it? 2010, 2011? Starring something? Harry Osborn. Ah. Himself, yeah. Ridiculous. That Insane. hurts. So Dave, if Spider-Man 2 were coming out today, who would you cast in the in the main roles? Let's start with Peter Parker. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt as yeah. Peter Parker? Of course. I don't I don't like it. As every role. I don't like it. As always, as every role. I still don't like it. I don't have to like it. If I were to recast it today yes. for the 90th reboot of this franchise Absolutely. at this point. I would say Tom Holland's really, really good. He is really good. Yeah. But we're going to throw him out because yep, he's because, got his own thing. Yep. Because we'll pretend he got fired or something. Sure. I don't know. I have a weird one. Okay. And it's someone who I've actually wished would be in more movies. Okay. I'm all ears. Because he blew me away in Dunkirk. Oh. And I've never seen him act before, and he fucking crushed it. I would say Harry Styles. Really? Yeah, because he's old enough to get it, but he also looks young enough he does, that he would play the yeah. role really well. But he could play the serious side, and he could play the kind of goofy side a little goofy bit, side, too. Sure. I think that he would just nail it. That's great. I actually do like that a lot, which is surprising to me. What about I, you? I'm going to go a little bit differently. Uh, I'm going to go with an American, because I love America. Okay. America. Damn right. I'm going to go with Donald Glover. Oh. I he think... was rumored, well, everyone wanted him to be for a yeah. long time. Yes. I think he would be a great Spider-Man. I, I, Even I think now? He... In 2018? Even Here's now? Here's the thing. I'm going to throw this out there. I am tired of seeing Spider-Man movies where Peter Parker is a kid. Why? Because That's the character. No, because there's a whole extended Spider-Man story where he becomes an adult, he becomes a teacher, he has all these other different struggles. It, let's, it's, like, it's like seeing Batman 
watch his parents die over and over again. Let's move away from that. Let's move away from Uncle Ben. Let's get to new stories. Let's get to new stories. But this is Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Like this same movie, same plot, Uh new actors. In 2018. Donald Glover in it. I think Donald Glover now. Modern day Donald Glover. I think think modern. No, I think he still looks younger than uh, Tobey Maguire in this movie. If you shave Donald Glover. For what it's it's worth. Yeah. Uncle Ben looks younger than Tobey Maguire. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, I would do Joe Keery. Who's Joe Keery? Joe Keery plays Steve on Stranger Things with you the hair. love Joe Keery. He's fine, I guess. No. I just... No, nope, that's a love. I, when else have I used him? Never. That's right. But we've talked off mic. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a love. <laughs> I don't think it is. We've talked off mic about Joe Keery? We have. Why did I have to Google what he was in then? Oh, no. No, no. All right, moving on. Doc Ock. What do you got? If I were to cast this today... Today. I'm going to go while he's looking it up, and I don't know if he can actually still move around. However, I'm thinking of this actor maybe 10 years ago. Edward James Olmos. Okay. I'm, you know it's a what? weird one, but It's a okay. weird one. I'm going to tell you why. I was thinking of an actor, older fella. Yeah. Can act uh, studious and charming at the same time, but also has a nice build. Hmm. Edward James Olmos out of uh, Battlestar Galactica. Okay. And okay. if you're going off of that criteria, uh-huh. I would say Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio would be great. That's a good answer. I think, I think he would be good. Yeah, Stock Ock, for sure. I got a weird one. Okay. Rain Wilson. That is a weird one. Yeah. That is a really weird one. And he actually fits the profile of what the character's supposed to look like. looks so much like him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. What a cool pick. Yeah. Speaking of Battlestar Galactica and Bears and Beats. And Bears and Beats. (laughs) Yeah. There's a theme. Uh, We have a theme. There were other guys who were in the running for the part. Sure. Chris Cooper. Wouldn't have been as good. Weird look for the, the character. De Niro again. Of course, he's... Pops up all the time. Too De- old. De Niro's this time even always in the running to be a villain. Sure. In every movie, David Duchovny. No. Again. No. Ed Harris. No. Schwarzenegger. No. Hard- no. Hardest of nose. And uh, Sam Neill. Maybe. Maybe. That's but a maybe. Still wouldn't be as good. I think they nailed it with this movie. And they definitely nailed it. But Sam. Uh, uh, Sam Neill. They're all not charming enough. No. No. They. They definitely were right on with Alfred. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Back to the recasting. MJ. Who you got? At, uh, I mean, I would say Emma Stone, but she's already done it as a, sure, as but, a Gwen Stacy. But why not? I was going to go with Emma Stone as well. It's solid casting. She's redhead, maybe. Is she really redhead? I think she's naturally blonde, but it's always red. Let me Google it. Turns out she's actually bald in real life. She was oh, with wigs. Yeah, crazy. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The I'm, internet said so. I'm, I'm, I know who you're going to pick. Do you? Yeah, and I think I have a, are you going to go with the Stranger Things angle again? I was actually thinking Natalia Dyer. Okay. I think that's an interesting move. It is an interesting move. Not where I was going to go. Okay. Though. I was going to go back to last week, Kick-Ass, and pick Lindsay Fonseca. That's weird. Because she's great. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's pretty great. She's great. Can, can I throw out Sophie Turner, maybe, as a... Sure you could. Can. It would be the tallest. Yeah. It would be the tallest MJ of all time. Absolutely. No. It'd, be, it'd be just fine. Yeah. That'd be funny. Uh, that'd be a funny uh, dichotomy. It's all yeah. Mary Jane. Short Peter Parker. Interesting. Yeah. You're actually pretty he was good. talking about how American he was before. Yeah, then he blew it. I'm yeah. a turncoat, guys. Turncoat. A turner coat. A long Sophie Turner coat. <laughs> Harry Osborne. <sighs> Harry Osborne. Um It's a tough one. It is a tough one. I'm gonna go with Dave Franco just to spite James Franco. I like it. Yeah. Just out of spite. Just pure out of spite. pure spite. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I had a uh, Nick Holt. That's a good pick. Yeah. I like that pick a lot. I'm gonna go with that too then. That's, That's awesome. That's a yeah. cool pick. J. Jonah Jameson. No one. J. You got to do one. it. You got to do no, it. I can't. J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, he actually, no. Nope, Pick someone. Nope. Anyone. My barber. Because I trust them. No. I trust your barber too. Oof. Uh, all right. Morgan Freeman. 
Oh, yeah. The Fox route. That's a think about that one. Oh, he could. Okay. I have one. Somebody they... that we've actually discussed. Why? Why isn't this person in superhero movies? Sure. Will Ferrell. We have talked about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be pretty funny. He could. Or Gary Oldman. If you wanted to play Gary it straight. Gary Oldman would actually be pretty good. If you want yeah. to play it straight. They'd both be pretty good. But Will Ferrell. Yeah. But if I'm going to put Will Ferrell in as J. Jonah Jameson, I am. At that point, I don't know if you can have Rain Wilson as Doc Ock with Will Ferrell as J. It just seems too too jokey. If I were going to cast Will Ferrell as J. Jonah Jameson, I'm casting John C. Riley as Peter Parker. <laughs> I would watch that. I would absolutely watch that. Yeah. I'd watch that. Oh, we gotta go and uh, we gotta swing through the buildings. But MJ, we have to go. To, we have to get to history class. Uh, I don't know about that, MJ. <laughs> I hope he's a high schooler in this movie too. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. Well, I'm gonna be late to biology. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like Walk Hard, where they just don't even bother recasting. They just, <laughs> just oh let yeah, go. yeah. Uh, and finally, yeah, Aunt May. Ooh, old woman. Mm-hmm. Or older one. You know, I was about to say Sally Field, completely forgetting that she was she actually... She was already, yeah. Yeah, completely <laughs> forgot about that. Ugh. If I stay topical and I want people to get in that theater, I'm going Maya Rudolph. Oh. Mm. You know what? That's, I like that. That's really good. I like that. That's really good. Yep. That's fun. Yeah, I'm going to pick Maya Rudolph too. I don't know if I can, but... I'm going from Die Hard, Bonnie Bedelia. What a weird pick. Yeah. Okay. What a weird pick. It's so weird. What are you going to do? But why not? Why the hell not? Why not? Jeez. I just got to throw some diehard love out there somewhere. This will be coming out around Christmas. It's appropriate. Yeah. I like it. We need a super stuff score for this. Yes, we do. We're going to start with setting. It's New York, but it's not as New York. This doesn't feel like New York to me. Not at all. I'm going to go to zero. Zero. Ooh. There it is. We have style and tone. I give it a one. I'm giving it a one. One. Hero. It's a one. It's the Spidey Man. It's the Spidey. It's great. It's Solid. Tubes Magoobs. Nothing wrong with it. Villains. One. One and a half. I, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. That's fine. Female characters. Zero. Minus. Aunt May. That's a point two five right there. Aunt May does crush it in this movie. Aunt yeah. May. She, and she does her own stunts with the swinging. Seven-year-old woman. Amazing. One. It's a one. Makes up she for makes everything up, MJ's not doing. And MJ walks once in the movie. So. Did, I, she, I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud. Story. Motivation. It's a one. I'd say it's a one. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Music. It's Danny Elfman. It's mostly Danny Elfman. So instead of the usual two for Elfman, we're gonna give him we're gonna give him a one and feel bad about it. Yes. Impact on the genre. Huge. One. Easy one. Huge. Yeah. Easy one. Easy. Parents. Still zero. <laughs> he still has Aunt May, who's kind of a parent nope. figure. She is very much yeah. Aunt May in this. Yeah, that's true. That's a zero. Zero on the parents. And one liners. None. One. Where? Are you kidding? Everything J. Jonah says, J. Jonah Jameson says. I don't run around quoting J. Jonah Jameson. That's the whole thing that gets me. Sounds like a personal problem to me, Dave. Point five. I would quote Iron Man before I quote this movie. Well, Iron Man was the movie of the summer thus far. So in two thousand eight. In two, yeah. I mean, I don't think it says any good one-liners. None. None. The first one had better ones. Had much better ones. I agree with that. However, it this has go get him, Tiger. That's a good line right there. That's enough shitload of movies. That's name one, one other one. I'd imagine Major Payne because there's a character named Tiger in that. I don't think he's they say go boy. get him. They good movie, be. though. Damon Wayans would not be good in this movie. I would nope. say 0.5. You have a couple good, decent lines. Uh, you know, call, like, the ca- call the caterer. That's a pretty good line. Yeah. There's another one in there, too. But Ms. then Brand? you also get the shit that we talked about earlier of who the hell wrote this. Hi. 
hot. Hi. This is really heavy. And there are a lot of lines that are just kind of like they're trying to replicate with great power comes great they're responsibility. Throwaways. Yeah, a lot of you them know are what? Throwaways. You, you're convincing Brent, me. Get me a violin. That's a good line. That's a good line. <laughs> That's Jay Jonah again. He gets yeah. his own section at this point. <laughs> yeah. I, you can. I'll settle me. for point five. I cannot go to one. That's okay. fine. I'm fine. Point with five point is five. fine. Gentlemen, we got our new high score. Ooh, what do we have a super stuff score on a this, scale of one to ten. On a score of one to ten, it's an eight. Wow, which wow. is really high that considering is very high. No parents. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty great. The only thing that killed it was setting. Real and setting, parents. setting and, and parents. parents. So but parents. I mean, that's part of the story. It's got to be. So they're important. There's not much you can do about parents. There you go. Wow. We did it. Yeah. Ginger Skull. I want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for helping yes. us through this one. This hey, was, thank you. This is a busy one. This is one of the big ones in my mind. This belongs on the Mount Rushmore of superhero movies. Yes. This is great. Yeah. Uh, like I said, happy to be here, and you guys could not have done it without me. Probably right. He's probably wow. Right. Probably right. The Google. The Googler over here. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Google agrees with me. Yeah. yeah. Google yeah. says we couldn't have done it without him. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. They're really important to us. They're really important for us getting seen and heard from different people. Yes. Tell your friends. Definitely. Go on iTunes. Give us a five star because we, we've earned it. I think so. We work hard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Cape Podcasters. Send us an email at capepodcasters at gmail.com. So tune in next week for a recap of the first 10 movies we have discussed. Same pod time, same pod channel. Spider-Man. Post-credits. Dave, what do you think happens? Okay. Call me a hopeless romantic, but right now I envision a church in New York with a crestfallen and heartbroken John Jameson crying. And who walks over? Another heartbroken, crestfallen Ursula with a plate of cake in her hands. A smile forms on his face. A smile forms on her face. They get together happily ever after. And Brian, what about yours? Well, mine... I envision an angry John Jameson left at the altar, unbeknownst to Mary Jane, chases her down and is standing in the hallway in Peter's apartment as Mary Jane embraces Peter Parker. And he's not having it. He's very upset. But before he does anything about it, a hand reaches over his shoulder, turns him around, and offers him a piece of chocolate cake. It's Ursula. A lot of Ursula love here. We like Ursula. And we want a reason for there to be chocolate cake. And Ursula. And Ursula. <laughs> Dave, how do you think this ends? J. Jonah Jameson standing in his office, Daily Bugle, staring at a note that's in his hand. He's saying, Spider-Man, you did it to me again. You got me. And he looks at the note and we zoom in on the note and it says, I found my super suit. <laughs>